What's up, everybody? It's your boy, Wings of Redemption. I'm back with Painkiller Already, 151. We have the same crew and ensemble today. And what we're we going to talk about? We're going to talk about the uh, the woman getting shot up. We want to lead off with that? We want to lead off with the DC shooting? I I know what to lead off with. Go ahead. We have a sponsor. He is, oh. yeah, the Baron Von Terror. And um, he is the home of the Super French and the Super South. Funny characters commenting on gameplay, Let's Play, Minecraft with friends, and much more. Also, one of the best channels ever to have graced YouTube. That sounds like a great time. Yep. Yeah. We keep bringing them for you. We keep finding them every single week. That's all we do. People think this is advertising. We're just out there scouring the internet for the <clears throat> best channels and products mm-hmm. we can find, and then we bring them to you. Yeah, and if you think that you have the best product or channel out there and you might be interested in us offering you a free advertisement in exchange for money, then write to heather at woodysgamertag.tv. <laughs> or if you know a relative that works for big companies like NVIDIA, Audio Technica, Monster Energy, or I mean, uh, Gamma Labs, sorry, uh, <laughs> um, uh, yeah. Taco Bell maybe. Right. I'd- Get some tacos. Fuckerfan.com. I, totally, I can totally sound like that Chihuahua <laughs> if need be. Taco Bell. I can make that happen. There you go. We can we, we yeah, can work with you. Heather if you'd like to advertise on the show, we might be able to work you into our advertiser schedule. Heather at Woody's TV. If the money's there, we don't care. Yeah, and go check out the Baron. How do we? What's his YouTube URL? It is YouTube.com. The Baron Von Terror. There'll be a link to it uh, on your screen. And That's a great URL. Stuff like you that. gotta wonder mm-hmm. what the fuck is super French is. Go check it out. Yeah, don't you want to know? Super French? Oh, it is totally the almost French playing Call of Duty. He plays Call of Duty and just retreats constantly. Yeah, yeah. He's totally... That would be fun. I tried to surrender. They shoot me down. That would be great. That guy would be great. Anyway, I guess he does. And he's at Super South, too, so I'm guessing that's like his redneck accent. That's my guess. That's no, my no, guess. super South French. It's like he's oh. like from. It's a specific. He's from the south oh. of France. He's a Devon. No, are you sure? It says the super French and super South. I, I interpret yeah, yeah, it like yeah. Kyle did. <laughs> so uh, yeah, he's got redneck character over. <laughs> I like to picture the super French playing like I blessed. I blessed. Oh, I blessed. That guy. He had a seventeen kill death ratio in COD Four. He was very serious about that kill-death ratio. I don't understand that kind of commitment. That is so... Imagine that, like, you catch a death that, like, you die twice in a row, and all of a sudden you have to pull 34 kills off to bring your KD back Mm -hmm. up? Yeah. 17 is very high. Yeah. What game did he play? What game modes did he play? Mostly Dom. Domination. I mean, you talk about a man camping. Dude, this camping guy cares at another KD. level. <laughs> camping for a 17 KD is hard on any level you play it on. I've mentioned this before. He'd be like 50 yards from B Dom, and he'd hear that he was losing B, so he'd run the other way because the enemy got close. <laughs> this yeah. guy, he fucking camped like no one's ever camped before. He camped so hard. And a lot of YouTubers loved him. Like, I never, I don't know him at all, right? And I don't think he's active in YouTube anymore. Um I'll acknowledge that he's an amazingly skilled player and that there's no play style I could employ that would get me a 17 KD. Just the same. Like, I, I watched his whole road to Commander, and I watched the... And, and I, for me, I really like to see a guy play the objective. I like to see a guy wreck house while playing the game as it's meant to be played, not a guy who, you know, stays off in the distance and just goes from streak to streak. Well, I, I don't know Pedro. 
I mean, I've had, he's been on my friends list for about three years now, or four. And he's a good player, but I want to go and say this. He only has a 6 KD in Black Ops 2. Black Ops 2 is a tougher game to stay alive in. It's hard to yeah. avoid deaths in Black Ops 2. It, yeah, it definitely is. It just happens. It, it, it seems like every COD that comes out, uh-huh. my KD's been dropping. Every single COD. That's because in every COD, they release new kill streaks and gadgets that are meant to kill you. It's rare that they introduce something that's meant to keep you alive longer, if you think about it. Right. Hmm. Yeah, and, and it seems like the design of the game, whether it be the guns killing a little quicker or the maps flowing a little less controlled, just makes things a little more random. It makes everybody's KDs drift toward one. Yeah, you know? I played Cold War 4 for a couple hours today, and we just herd the bad guys wherever we want them. I can, I can make bad guys spawn in COD 4 wherever I want the bad guys to spawn if I've got a couple of decent players with me. Right. If we want them on top of the hill, we'll put them on top of the hill. If we want them on the bottom of the hill, we'll put them there. Where, wherever the best shooting gallery is, that's where we want them to spawn, and they do. Yep. That's great game. How, great game. <laughs> it's a great game, yeah. We need to we need to get on that COD four day thing at some point. I'd like to get on that. I still oh. I get on there almost every day and play. I am um, so for a long time I would say like, you know, I'm a PC gamer, but I really don't have the mouse and keyboard skills I wish I had. Feel like I can work a mouse and a keyboard now. You know, I played Left 4 Dead, which admittedly is not the toughest thing to to play. You're shooting zombies who don't shoot back, but um, mostly I did whatever I, w- I felt like doing. And I've been playing Borderlands for I guess a year now, and of course I'm playing Minecraft every day. And uh, yeah, when I can run around and shoot and reload and jump and do the things I want to do without looking at the keyboard. Get I would have to. I would have to use a, a controller. If I could hook my controller up to my PC, I could. I could definitely do that. If you've got a wired Microsoft, uh, if you've got a wired Xbox 360 controller, you can. For many, I've years. got a wired Scuff controller. Oh, there. You Better go. yet, Scuff. There you go. I think. It, I don't. I don't know. But Scuff's got those those extra buttons, so I don't know. Maybe. They just hmm. do the same as the button. Yeah, they just the do the same thing. Yeah. Oh, okay. Same signal. That's how they work. It, 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 so there's. God, I, do you want to go on about scuff controllers? I could should, I don't know, somehow that topic came on. <laughs> well, I wanted to I wanted to ask a question because I saw, and I think this was native for scuff. The scuff guy um, patented the paddles on the underside of the controller. That uh-huh. idea is right. The Steam controller, the or the the controller on uh, released by Valve has buttons flush with the underside of the controller if I remember seeing those pictures correctly. So, did Valve license that from him, or is Valve and Gabe Newell just saying, go ahead, sue us, we'll see who wins in court? So, do you know anything about patents? I bet you do know about patents, because you seem to be a up little to date bit. on law all the time. It, uh, my patent training comes from Cisco, so I'm not a patent attorney, I don't pretend to be, but I filed for a couple of them, and I got none of them. <laughs> they, they, it, it, like Sometimes it would get cut off by Cisco and be like, you know... The, Let's talk patents. The idea behind a patent is that you take this thing that you figured out and you put it in the public domain. You teach everyone how to make a ratchet. You teach everyone how to make a better shoehorn. And then in exchange for that, in exchange for publishing your stuff, you get exclusive domain to that thing, right? And and that's that's how that goes. You file a patent, you put your schematic in the world, and then you get to do it. You know, it's, it becomes only yours. Some patents, when you file for a patent, your objective is to make it really, really broad. You know, like it, you would love to own a patent on the idea of twisting a thing makes it screw in, right? But 
that idea has already been done. It's it's called um, obvious to anyone, quote unquote, skilled in the art, and and it's already done. So if you were to patent screwing something, you would have to patent like the the thread. Uh, it's not called depth, but maybe the thread depth and also the thread density, and and like it would have. And the more uh, detailed your patent gets, the easier it is to get. Like I could absolutely patent almost everything, but that patent would be so easy to get around that it would be almost worthless. Mm-hmm. So then, you know, going into how does Valve have buttons on the back when Scuff has buttons on the back, we'd have to know what Duncan's patent is like. You know, yeah. does Duncan's patent specify that they're paddles and not buttons? Does it specify the length of the paddle? Like, how broad was Duncan able to get a patent? A patent, you know? And yeah. If he had, you know, any anybody wrapping their fingers around the back of a controller, then that's a really powerful patent. But it it might not be that broad. It might be such that it's so easy to get out around. That Nintendo did it well before Duncan. Did they patent it? <laughs> oh, but yes, wait, actually, that's Nintendo's a thing. I, I don't know if they patented it, or, but but there's also prior art is a big deal too. Like if you can, you know, say, look, there's some prior art on this. Uh, your patent won't stand up because somebody did it before you did. You can't patent an idea that you copied. But um, probably, okay. probably. Um, if if Steam did it, then maybe they just made it different enough that his patent doesn't apply to what Steam did. Because I know Apple is a is a pretty big patent troll with the whole they they copyright or trademarked this motion right yeah multi touch <laughs> thing and they, they they patented or trademarked the rounded square smartphone like uh-huh. that's ours you can't uh, and so. I don't know. Hopefully, Duncan got a got a wide patent on Apple. Are cocksuckers when it comes to stuff like that, and they hold everyone else back. They hold the market back when they do that stuff, and they just got into some big uh, trouble with some company. Like they were stealing something from Nokia or 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 one of those smaller companies, and it and then they lost. I remember. I don't remember specifics, but I remember at one point there was like some massive shipment of electronics that was like not being allowed into the country until it was resolved. I think it's with Samsung that you're thinking of. And Samsung lost for like a billion dollars in the U.S. court, and they got off scot-free in the international court. And I, I don't know how the whole thing worked out. But um, And I'm not even sh- – I, 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 I don't – a lot of people say software patents are terrible, that, that they just prevent innovation and, and this and that. But then, like, I see both sides of it. On the other hand, if I invent multi-touch, like, that was my idea. You don't get to do that. And you say, like, they patented this motion. Not exactly. I mean, that what they actually did is they said this, you know, to this to shrink and this to enlarge as a, you know, two multi-touch thing on a touch screen. That was our idea. You can't have it. And you think about it and you're like, well, it was their idea. I don't think mm-hmm. that ever existed before. It's different than you used to always grab the corner of an image and make it bigger or smaller. And... Patent came, Apple came up with a better way on their own, and they patented it. Yeah, but I think, though, at some point, because some people, you can make the argument that patents and copyright protection and trademarking, they do force people to innovate on a certain level. Mm-hmm. Over a certain time span, they do. However, when you have 
the the U.S. when you have a governmental body enforcing your patents and copyrights for you, like the United States does routinely for the entertainment industry, and you have extended those patent and copyrights to the life of the author plus seventy years, plus seventy five, plus eighty years. At a certain point, I don't know where, but at a certain point, don't you begin to also you begin to to spur complacency instead of spurring. Um, innovation, innovation from other people. You you force people. You you move away from saying, okay, well, other people are forced to innovate. Now you you begin to reward people for not innovating and for just you know hitting the gold mine once and then never doing anything ever again. I I think it's a fair point. And sometimes I feel like that skilled and you know, obvious to someone skilled in the art clause, it it doesn't get enforced enough, right? Like if pet if Apple really does have a patent somehow on a curved phone, really? Because my kids could come up with the shape of the phone like that. Like it <laughs> it doesn't seem you know good at like rounded corners on a square. Like how did you patent that? It, it may I may have misspoken. Maybe just a trademark, and there are like little nuanced differences between a patent and a trademark and a copyright. I know, it's, right? It's all <laughs> screwy and. It's a lot of it's just a lot of this by lawyers that they get paid a lot of money. It's like, well, yeah. it's a it's a trademark and not a patent, so <laughs> yeah. There's a there's a difference. It's it's just a bunch of rigmarole. It's a bunch of bullshit. Bunch of Can we talk about uh, the shooting in DC? Because I thought that was just very Grand Theft Auto esque. <laughs> Go for it. Lay it out. It was okay. So if I'm not mistaken, this uh, it was a black woman with a one year old child uh, strapped in a, in the back seat of her car. Her kid. And I guess for some reason she wasn't too happy with President Obama or some form of the federal government, or maybe she was just nuts. And she was trying to ram a checkpoint or a barrier or something like that and get to the White House. And Obama was there at the time. He was in the West Wing too, apparently. And long story short, they shot the shit out of her and killed her. And I don't and she wasn't armed. But I think I think there's a sunny spot to all this. She didn't look like me. Okay, <laughs> whenever. Whenever somebody goes on a tear, they do something fucked up and stupid, whether it's a shooting or a rampage or, you know, they're the next, they're the guy sending anthrax bags to somebody or something like that. I'm always like, please don't be a white male 25 to 35. Please don't be a white, don't look like me and don't have my, my political views. Don't be me. Don't play Play video games. Please don't play video games. Right. Don't, 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 don't don't play video games. Don't play video games. Don't be my (laughs) age. Don't be from a southern state. Don't be a fucking stereotype. This is perfect. This was a black lady with a kid in her car. She's the bad guy. She was a professional, too, wasn't she? She was pretty successful. She was a dental assistant driving in a nice Infinity sedan that was registered to her as I I read the story. An Infinity sedan? That was her weapon of choice? Clearly, we need to ban those. I don't see them protected by any amendments. You don't need an Infinity sedan, okay? Yeah. When do you need that? You right. don't need that Why do you to need... do anything. Yeah, like, in it's this day and age... It's got horsepower. You don't need that. I Slow understand down, safe. why in the 1700s you might have needed an Infinity sedan, but in this day and age, you don't have to have that. The police are there no. to drive Public you. transportation, too. Think yeah. about it. Yeah, the, the laws written about the rules of the road were written at a time when cars didn't have 200, 300 horsepower. Just didn't have so those laws and all those things that we abide by now are just bullshit because everything's different. The technology's changed, so ban it. 
I Absolutely. Mean, yeah, okay. Ban Infinity Sedans. Those things are tra- – I mean, the president is going to die at some point if Infinity Sedans continue yeah. to ram his barricades. Those barricades can only take so much goddamn punishment. So many infinities. From, from the infinity. What if she'd had more – what if she'd had a high-capacity infinity? What is it with you That's fucking Americans and your Infinity Sedans? <laughs> <laughs> what is it with your Infinity Sedan lust and your, your Infinity oh. Sedan worship? It's bullshit. Are your infinity sedans more important than the lives of innocent children? Exactly. You want to kill innocent children if you like infinity sedans, basically. (laughs) Fucking infinity sedan drivers. Banging at the barricade. And I'm surprised, quite frankly, that the president was able to defend himself against infinity sedans. (laughs) I would have guessed that you could take your infinity sedan and drive it right up to the freaking Oval Office. And there are those who say that the only way to stop a bad person with an infinity sedan is a good person with an infinity sedan. (laughs) (laughs) We need an infinity sedan registry. We need a national registry of everybody that drives an (laughs) infinity sedan so that we can keep... These killers <laughs> At this under point, surveillance, so we know that everybody's safe. I think we need an infinity sedan in every hallway and every classroom in America to defend <laughs> ourselves from the other infinity sedans roving the streets. And no mo- no large gas tanks on those infinity sedans. You can have no. one, but no big gas That's tanks. High capacity infinity. No, <laughs> yeah, you can't have one. Yeah, high capacity infinity is. <laughs> yeah. I think you guys are missing the big puzzle here. You think we're off target with this Infinity Sedan thing? (laughs) Say it ain't so. The big puzzle is that you got a black person doing something crazy, which they always blame on the white people. I'm never going to climb a mountain. No, that's what I pointed out to begin with. I'm really happy this individual didn't look like me. And it's happened a couple times. Like the last one, black dude. Black dude totally went into the the Naval HQ or whatever it was, shot those people with a 12-gauge pump. Every bit of that was like... It's a horrible thing, but you know, if he'd done it with an AR-15, that would drum up all that hey, all that bullshit again. If he'd used a, a quote-unquote assault rifle, instead he used a, a gun that hasn't changed in principle since literally like 1893 or something. You know what the worst thing about the shootings is? What? This is what pisses every time there's a shooting. The gun enthusiasts come out with some sort of gun minutia that they hold the media responsible for. They're like, ah, they shot him up with an AR-15. Well, technically, that was an AR-15 M4 variant. I'm really disappointed that fucking Dan Rather doesn't know his guns better. It's like, <laughs> you shut up with your freaking gun knowledge masturbatory bullshit and, and, and just recognize, like, it's not really an assault rifle. It's classified as an assault rifle by the United States government, but not by the NRA. And everyone plays I know better than you. It's quite like Belgian, what Belgians, what the hell? Belgium. Belgium, thank you. They define it as an assault rifle. Holland, like you look, like all the governments. Hey, look, hey, let's be honest. Belgium, Belgium probably classifies loud music as an assault weapon. <laughs> I forget. I, I, I don't think an AR-15 is an assault weapon. I think it's bullshit. But the reason I say it, I agree with your points that you know these countries label them as such, so they they therefore are. But it confuses the general public. So when I hear a f- assault weapon, the first image in my brain is an AK-47, a fully automatic AK like you see on the battlefields of the Middle East. Really? Um, you know, all- yeah, totally. When I hear assault rifle, and, and, and you guys need to know, I'm pro-gun. I just am pro-give or anti-giving a fuck about the label. Like that's that's really where I come mm-hmm. in here. I got a handful of guns in, in right behind me that that would be classified as assault rifles by the government. Um, I, I just feel like. 
like everyone goes nuts on this. You're not allowed to call them this because uh, who's the dead NRA guy? Uh, Charlton Heston. Yeah, because Charlton Heston wouldn't approve of your language. And, don't uh, you don't you talk shit about Moses? <laughs> <laughs> he wore a gold wristwatch when he held the Ten Commandments up. Dude, wait, did he really? Yeah, he had a go- he had a Rolex on when he held the commandments up as Moses. That's pretty cool. <laughs> I wonder, is that true? Yeah, I, mean, I, mean, I think that yeah, plays yeah. in that plays into your point, Woody. That movies back in the day were absolute like shit compared to now. Like, exactly, you don't see that stuff on The Hobbit. No, I mean, and if that were to happen, you know, you go to a guy with a computer and he just... You know what I did see in The Hobbit? I saw a power cord running to Gandalf's staff. Did you know that removing power cords from films was Freddie W.'s original job? Yeah. You knew that? Yeah. Many of you guys know, like, his YouTube video started off sort of showcasing his special effects capability. Like, his, uh, I want to say talent, not capabilities. And, um... But his day job was working on, like, real movies and stuff, just frame by frame, painstakingly removing, like, a power cord or a light stand from a shot that wasn't supposed to be there. And mm-hmm. for him, it was, um, it wasn't, like, creativity, creativity, I'm making up words. Creatively. It's, creatively. Patent it, what? patent it. Patent <laughs> it forever. Yeah, it wasn't creatively inspiring. Hmm. And, and that's why he made YouTube videos, and that turned into an entire career of itself. Freddie W., he's the man. Now... One thing I don't like about this whole um, this whole incident, and well, the, another thing I noted is that you guys talked about you know the shootings, this uh, well, noting similarities. One thing that I noticed, and the reports are now, um, we talked about it before the show. This 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 lady uh, in the um, at the White House and then the Capitol building where she met her end was apparently allegedly suffering from postpartum depression or possibly postpartum psychosis, brought on by like there was some fall that she might have had some injury after which she became really aggressive and she had she was fired from her job and all these babies and you know a, a lot all these like these huge incidents bar is save uh for the the boston bombing incident but aurora colorado um the 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 school in connecticut was it uh sandy hook right and um and this and then the uh the, the navy yard shootings all of those shooters were freaking crazy they had real serious mental issues, and regardless of whether um, you know you want to you want to chalk it up to, to video games or or some political issue or whatever or an affinity for guns, these people were all mentally disturbed. They all had real mental issues that they weren't they obviously weren't getting proper help for. Because they had access to weaponry and the yeah. means to to kill a lot of people, and it's just it, and I I don't see really anybody um, focusing on that. It's more about the atrocity, you know. And oh, and one uh, one of government officials said, "Oh, thank God for the Secret Service. They were they were there working and the Capitol Hill Police. They were there working without pay. They weren't furloughed and they were there and they were working, but they're not getting paid. Well, they'll get paid when the government appropriates more money for them and they'll get back paid for all this stuff. But oh, yeah, that's the real thing. Not oh, I don't know. The Secret Service was pouring bullets into a car with a, a disturbed woman and her infant in it. Like <laughs> ooh, let's, let's they forget did hit about the that. kid though. That was impressive. I guess. I wonder if they knew about the kid. No, they, if you read it, they only found out afterwards. Yeah. Backseats are safer than they look. <laughs> I guess, man. I've seen cars shot up a lot. The backseat's always a pretty safe place to be. 
These guys in the front, they catch the real the real damage. <laughs> I uh, I guess. I'm, I'm looking for this thing. I I, I I haven't found the watch, but I found him wearing a pinky ring while being a slave. <laughs> really? Troll yeah. Nesden gave gave that little fuck about. Yeah. Here's a picture of him wearing a a nice pinky ring while being a slave. <laughs> Like, Charlton, we're going to have to ask you to take off your pinky ring while... I'm not going to do it. But I, I was wrong. It wasn't Moses. The watch incident happened in Ben-Hur. Oh, he is wearing a pinky ring here. He's uh, he's rowing the boat in... Uh, what movie is this? Ben-Hur. Ben-Hur. Okay. Yeah, he's rowing a boat. Maybe that has something to do with the character. I'd like to believe it is, but who knows. He's a great actor. I really like Charlton Heston. He's a really good actor. Oh, there's a guy with a cowboy hat in the background of Pirates of the Caribbean. That's a problem. That, uh, that's not period. Not even close. <laughs> <laughs> not even not even remotely. So, and the funny part was, if there is a funny part, right after they announced that you know it was all clear, they killed this person who was causing all the problems, there was another report, like right below that, mountain lion loose in South D.C. And I'm like, holy shit, fucking Washington, D.C. is a scary place to live. You got you, there's a mountain. I imagine these people are like, yeah, yeah, we had to flee the capital and head south after uh, with everything that's going on, and a mountain lion attacked us. Maybe that was the plan. She was part of a. It was all a plan. She was going to drive everybody from from the ah. Capitol building south towards the mountain lion that she had waiting south of the city. That makes sense. And she was going to. They were Congress was going to rue the day they met that mountain lion. It's all part of the plan. Mm-hmm. And can, can the media stop calling it a shootout? It was not a shootout. Okay, it was a shooting. There's a, <laughs> there's a difference. There's a difference between these things. A shootout is what happened in, in North Hollywood back a number of years ago when those two guys rolled out of that bank with AK-47s oh, with drum mags mm-hmm. and berettas on their chest. Those guys had a shootout. That's a shootout. Uh, this lady, <laughs> she was just a disgruntled driver. She probably got pissed and was like pulling like a... She was having one of those days, like from Office Space, and she just wanted to ram something. Oh, uh, falling down—that's what she was. She was from Falling yeah, Down. Maybe that, so. It's a different movie. It went a little bit better for him, though. Not really in the end, though. They uh, shot. Yeah, they did yeah, he didn't go. It went about the same. Yeah, about, the, about same. the same. He pulled the water pistol at the end. Yeah, that was a good movie. That's a good movie. Wings, did you like that movie? Was falling down. Yep. Yeah. <clears throat> Well, that was a great movie. Just checking. I mean, I mean it, you don't really know movies it, it, like it made, a, it made the best point for a fat guy ever. And, like, I always think back to it. It's when he goes into the restaurant to try to get him some lunch, and he wants breakfast. And then uh-huh. he decides to eat lunch, and he orders, like, a, a double quarter pounder meal, or whatever the equivalent of it this place had. It was, like, Happy Burger or some bullshit. Mm-hmm. And they hand him this burger that's flat, has two pieces of meat smashed together with bread that was smashed up. And he goes, look at that picture. <laughs> juicy quarter pounds of meat it's appetizing what is this yeah that's how it always is you know the pictures of the food that we see on television like in a Taco Bell commercial McDonald's commercial whatever that food is like dressed up and made to look good by professionals like yes. they're like they're spraying that stuff with moisturizing compounds and like making it glisten that's an old cold hamburger made like eight hours before uh huh. Yeah, it, like the cereal, they don't put milk in that cereal. That's Elmer's no. glue. 
that, that you're looking at in there. The cereal doesn't get soggy. It's whiter than milk is. That's Elmer's glue you're looking at. I am. Um, really? I participate in these photography forums, and they exchange secrets on how to make food look good. And that's that's one of them that burned into my head. Do they warm it up? How do they make cereal? the coat look so they glue? I don't know. I don't know. To make it more uh, less viscous. You can like, uh, you can place the flakes and the, and like the light checks or whatever Ah. they are just like you want them and it's glue, baby. Yeah, that makes sense. I like that. I like to know. That's, I never knew that. That's an interesting little factoid. Yeah. Wings, are you excited about, about, uh, coming over next month? Or whenever we get to, we get around to doing it soonish? Next month. I'm hoping it'd be this month. Yeah, I'm hoping it'd be this month too. I've just got to get some shit done and then we'll get started. But you excited about the whole idea of the thing? Yeah, I'm very excited about it. <laughs> like I'm on, I'm, shit, I'm hard pressed to figure out how to get videos done to get there. Like I'm just trying to pass the time. Dude, I can't yeah. wait to see the videos once you get there. I mm-hmm. can't wait to see, I picture like a one inch thick or a two inch thick rope across a hardwood floor that's been coated with wet lubricant. And, and Wings, like, dragging himself on the floor, mm-hmm. doing some mm-hmm. upper body cardio work across a lubricated floor. I, I, I picture – oh, with a headband on, by the way. The headband needs to be worn totally. a lot uh, over this. Um, I want to see Wings hit the heavy bag. I think you should do some more traditional exercises at the start so that you ramp up into excellence. Like, you don't want to – correct me if I'm wrong. I'm also interested in your input. Everyone on here is a pro YouTuber. But do you want to – or do you want to hook them? Do you want to hook them with wings, pulling a rickshaw, or dress like a gopher? Yeah, I, I tell <laughs> you what, I want to hook them by. You want to? I, sure, I'm sorry, you robot for me. Determination. Right, Could so, you start over? You broke up a bit. I want to hook them with sure unadulterated determination. Nice. Okay. But but imagine your face in the picture on the thumbnail when you're dressed as a beaver pulling that <laughs> rickshaw. With Kyle in it, I'd much rather the thumbnail be me laying on the ground after pulling the rickshaw crying. Yeah. Tears. Tears are good. There's going to be a lot of No, it's going to be good. We were talking earlier, and Wings was like, well, maybe, you know, if I mess up, you could punish me with this or that. And I was like, punish? What? Wait, what, what do you mean mess up? You know, if I cheat on my diet, or, I'm like, there's no cheating. There's no food here. There's, yeah. there's no way to get to food. He's like, well, you know, if I can't do an exercise, I was like, you're just getting the hose in that part. In that <laughs> yeah, one. Kyle, when he gets there, give me the keys to the second best truck on PKA. I'll put it in the safe next to his Twitter password. <laughs> there won't be any cheating. I'm most likely going to drive the Ford to Kyle's. The f- so yeah, that's the second best truck on PKA. There. Yeah. Second best truck on PKA, I said that. <laughs> yeah, I think it would be good. Um, I, I talked to my dad today, and, and he said it would be cool for us to come over there and use his pool. Uh, aqua to aerobics. Some, to do aqua aerobics, and I, I'm going to get Wings some of uh, these aqua weights, which basically look like dumbbells, except they're buoyant instead of heavy, so they're difficult to submerge and move around in water. And what it allows you to do is get a really good workout with almost no impact whatsoever. Do we have a PayPal set up for fundraising? We need one. We need a pay, and I say that because of this. I don't want anybody to take this the wrong way. So we didn't put a lot of thought in this thing in the initial phases, obviously, but I've put some thought <laughs> into it over the over the last week. And I'm like, well, you know, the food that we're going to have him eating, it's going to be expensive. I'm guessing it's going to be a $500 for a month worth of food. It's going to be lean meats. It's going to hey, be vegetables. I've thought about it. You're, you're looking at $1,200 to $1,500 worth of food. 
I, I don't think so. Um, but I mean, yeah, that's I possible. So. I had my girlfriend cook a week's food for me, and it cost yeah, me three hundred dollars a week. I think she was pocketing some of that money. Your girlfriend stole a lot no, of no, your no, things. I went, too. I went and bought the food myself. <laughs> I went to the grocery store and bought the okay, food. Okay, okay, okay. But like, yeah, in America, also, the cheapest way to eat is to buy like hot pockets and ramen noodles on sale, and you're good to go. If you start eating healthy foods, it's a little bit pricey, and then there's some workout equipment involved. You know, Wings needs uh, I don't know, aqua aerobics dumbbells, and and who knows what else. It'd be nice if this thing had a little bit of budget. Yeah, because I I don't personally want to fund this thing, and I know Wings isn't in a position to be funding some expensive prog uh, project either. So we need to come up with some sort of crowdfunding thing. And I don't like I said, we don't need thousands of dollars here. I don't think, but if we had Somewhere, uh, you know, a thousand, if we had a thousand bucks, I think that would get us in a good position to, to get everything done. And anything on top of that's not going to go to waste. You know, we're not going to go out drinking. Drop I it in production would, quality. More costumes, yeah, it, more. It, it would, yeah. If more money came in, like if we raised $3,000, that allows me to bump the production quality up tremendously. That allows me to, instead of having, uh, of me filming everything and having a friend film stuff, that allows me to, you know, bring in a professional who's good at lighting and stuff. Instead so, of shirtless yeah. jumping jacks, slow motion shirtless jumping jacks. <laughs> I just like wings at 500 frames per second. <laughs> you get multicolored headbands, one for every day of the week. One, I'm, I imagined like uh, one with like a Japanese, uh, a Japanese look to it, like white with like a red circle in the middle, like like here's the sun. Do style. you have the headband nearby, the, the the ninja headband that you have? I like it a lot. Look at this. This is the kind of magnificence that you, that's in store for you. Mm -hmm. Is that a Thundercat symbol? No, it's actually a uh, it's actually a paintball headband. It says "Kickass Performance Products." All right. Kick-Ass Performance Products. Get in contact with Heather at Woody's Gamer Tag TV. You could be a PKA sponsor. Best goddamn headbands on planet Earth. And apparently paintball gear um, or something. Actually, a, a guy <laughs> sent it to me through my P.O. box. And he sent it for the sweat when I was doing my workouts. There it goes. He said he uses these and uh, he bought me one. That's nice. I need so, yeah, I'll, um, I'll, I'll probably – I'll look into it. Let's Let's just say this. If everything goes well, there might be a PayPal address or something of that nature in the description of this video. I'll work on it tonight and see nice. if I can come up with something. I don't know how old PayPal accounts have to be before they can start receiving money or if there's any limitation on that or anything. But it would be good if we could fund this. Like I said, we don't need thousands of dollars necessarily just to do it. But but something. Um, yeah, we need some expensive food, some production quality, and uh, it's going to be awesome. Wings, don't forget your yeah. GoPro. I want you wearing a GoPro while you're doing tire flips and stuff. And there's oh, I've got tons of GoPros and contours oh, oh, okay. and, and replay uh, replays and stuff. But the um, I've got all of the camera equipment, all the audio equipment. I think required to to do this thing really well. Can I say something though first? Uh huh. I want you to I want you to design these workouts and realize I have a very bad lower back. I know. I I, I design. I, yeah. What I'm thinking is like you know. He's put some thought into this art. I'm sorry to cut you off, Kyle, but like, like that thing about pulling yourself across the ground, that's designed so that, cause we know you can't run every day, right? It's, it's rough on your knees, it's rough on the balls of your feet. I can't run at all, but I can yeah. walk. Yeah. You can't I, walk I've every day though. Up, I've been trying to come up with exercises you can do while sitting, 
while lying down, um, I mean, stuff do you like do, that. Like walk on an elliptical? Um, I, my elliptical has a weight limit of 350. 350? That means I'm good. It's a $5,000 machine. <laughs> I understand that, but Kyle, they, that's what you call a safety limit. They, they put that limit there. Kyle, I know you have a five thousand dollar elliptical trainer, but that's a risk I'm willing to take. Well, no, Wings, no, no, no. <laughs> Wings truck said that the capacity for the bed was like five thousand pounds, and he's like, "Let's put seventy five hundred in there. It'll do it. Of course, it'll do it. But we're not, I can't do it. Can't do it to my elliptical. I maybe, maybe can do it. I don't know. You know, towards the end of the month, for three hundred fifty pounds, right? What's that? that that's so they don't get sued. That's a piece of most likely metal, got a metal frame. I think it'll probably hold a thousand pounds on it, and it'd be good. Toward the end of the month, you got you rock the elliptical. You'll be closer to three eighty. Three eighty is not far from three fifty. I'm just trying to say, like that bike behind me, that's a two hundred fifty pound bike. Yeah, I've set my four hundred pound ass on that bike over a hundred times and went 10, 20 minutes, and it's not no worse for the wear. We'll figure something out. I might. I tell you what, I do have. I've got these these really powerful uh, tension bands that go on my chin up rack, and basically they they fit over my feet, and they make me weigh instead of 185 pounds, they make me weigh something like 100 pounds, so I can do you know 30 chin ups now or 30 pull ups, and then you know work on form and stuff. You just weigh less. If you think I can do one chin up? No, no, no chin ups. I'm talking about attaching bands to you and putting you on the, the elliptical. So there's not as much stress on the elliptical, but but yeah, we get we get the pool going, get some aqua aerobics going. I think that's going to be good. I think you just treading water for uh, if you tread water for two hours a day, that's almost enough. I think it's a I would like workout. to see you attach wings to a tree via bungee cord and see how far away he can run repeatedly. Oh, definitely not run, but walk. <clears throat> we're gonna have we're gonna like. Or crawl. Yeah, no, it starts as a run, then you get into a crawl, and he gets his fingers digging into the dirt, pulling to see. <laughs> yeah, maybe you can put something like a cookie uh, 50 feet away from the tree. <laughs> <laughs> Have him, like, get close to it. I don't know. I'm just thinking out loud here. Maybe not. Maybe maybe a yeah, dollar. Why don't you go all the way? Why don't you put, like, a picture of, like, a YouTube with the dollar signs there? And it's like... There you go. There you go. <laughs> this, this, you, I can't wait to see these vlogs. This is going to be incredible. It's going to be really good. And, and what I want to do, I, I want to do it well. I don't want to. I don't, I don't want there to be these poorly lit, dark scenes. Where wind across really, the microphone. Wind across the microphone. No, we're going to be. Uh, what I'm going to do? I'm going to be holding the camera. We'll both be labbed up, so you can hear me encouraging Wings or giving Wings instructions. And Wings is going to be doing, ex- doing exercises. And you're not going to see like a full workout. You're going to see highlights. So you know we're going to work out for a month, thirty days of filming, and you're going to get. Four to eight episodes tops. You know, no, this, really, not daily. No, no. I want there to. Be, I want to film the entire thing and then go into post production on. This no, thing. no. I want it to be news, not history. I want it to be like ah. current events. I want to see how yesterday's workout went every single day. That's what I want. I, I want to see what right, you I, came I, up with, it, and, and and it should be I, well I, I edited. Gonna, I, but I mean, this where this where the money comes in. Like if you have more people, we have a second guy that does the daily stuff. And Kyle can do what he wants to do with the heavy edited stuff for the eight clips. We can do it either way. But, I, you know, there's a lot of ways to, to do that as far as how we upload and what we upload. And Leave a comment and let us know what you think. You know, do, do you want daily vlogs? Do you want daily updates? Or do you want, like, I don't know, a weekly TV quality update? 
I'm daily. That's where I, I am. I'm for this. daily because I know a weekly quality update will not resuscitate my channel in way, shape, or form. <laughs> Wings up with his eye on the prize, as always. Yeah, <laughs> Wings, man. If you put this thing on your channel daily, just a confessional, oh, I totally want to see your confessional. A daily confessional. That'd be, that uh, would yeah, be... I guess that could work. If we... If we, if we uh, Took his took whatever his confessional was and spliced it in with the footage, you know. So he yeah. talks about, you know, like yeah, it's tougher to pull myself across the lubricated hardwood floor than I thought. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds like something's going to be rug burn. It's hardwood. I understand that, but you know, fat, flabby flesh. You wear a shirt, sweated for a while, running against this hardwood floor. Did you not see me dancing around? That's slippery stuff Absolutely. right there. Very <laughs> lubricated. You, I sent you pictures of the floor. It's brand new hardwood. This is this, this, this slippery. You sent him pictures the of first, the floor? And the first thing you're going to do to that brand new hardwood floor is, is get wings, wings off. Across yeah, it. Have wings just get I'm going to mop that and... floor with wings. <laughs> <laughs> well, I Wings is going to mop that floor I'll with himself. Wings is going to is going to sweat so much weight out, everybody's going to be shocked. The first week, it's gonna look like I bet the first week he loses twenty pounds because he's. He, I, I bet he has so much water weight on him right now that he's gonna be sweating so much, you know, from do a couple hot tub sessions a day, maybe ten fifteen minutes at a time at about one hundred and two degrees. Have him working his ass off in the hot heat, you know, drinking tons of water, but he's gonna be sweating so much. I, he's gonna lose pounds of water weight. This so is gonna be I can't. Incredible. I can't wait to go from the first. The first daily confessional well, you know to the last one. The I want to see that. Right. We got to take the, the the shirt off picture in the bathroom. Kyle, yes. At what date in October can I consider the first video late? October fifteenth? No, God, no. October thirty first. It would be late. No, you're going too <laughs> easy on yourself. All right, so so I. I I have to. I have work that I have to get done first, and I have to get my work done before I can begin Wings' work done. I have to do a month's work of my, worth of my work in advance, so that I'm done with my work for a month, so that I can pretty much completely turn everything over to working for Wings. What if I told you it was possible to have two jobs? Oh God! It's, <laughs> but it's but but I've got to I've got to go on a trip, and I can't bring Wings along on the trip. You'll be back from that trip by the fifteenth for sure. Maybe by the 13th, you'll be back. Wings arise on the 14th. By the 15th, the first vlog goes up. Be aggressive. I want I I want to get this over with and done with as soon as possible. Trust me. As soon as I am possibly able to do this, I'm going to say go and we'll get him down here. So what date is the video late? It's definitely late on, uh, say, the 21st. I'll shoot for the 21st. That gives me... Uh, all right. Two weeks. All right, I accept that. I'll, I'll accept that. On the 21st of October, by the way, 2013, by the way. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and the goal, you know, and, and you know, it might be the t- – that's that's the goal I'm shooting for to, to definitely get started with everything. And we should have a video within 36 hours of his first day. Because so, I figure – here, here's how his videos are. Well, and, and by the way, Kyle, we're doing some fundraising here, right? Yeah, we are. So, so you have an obligation to your investors to produce some videos. I do. I have to. So that's um. Here's how I see a an episode of this thing going. 
So a little bit of backstory, you know, maybe I narrate and explain who Wings of Redemption is, what his deal is, and cover that in like six, 60 seconds, and with a little bit of footage of, of Wings, you know, just being Wings that we take from his channel, and then we explain the premise of what we're going to do. And, you know, then uh, we, we begin, and we start with maybe a... We get him to give us five minutes before everything starts of what he thinks is going to happen, and or, or maybe like a daily thing where he talks about his goals for the day, and then we work out all day, and then that night he gives us the recap. So are you going to be in this video? Are you going to have your associate FPS Russia make appearances in the series? Have you thought that part through? I'm going to film it all from first-person point of view. So okay. I'm going to be hold, so it's all going to be from my eyes. Gotcha. All right. Hmm. That makes sense. And I'm going to get uh, – I've got people that can help. So we, we might get uh, – I've got an idea that I think would be funny where, like, he's dragging somebody. There's this there's thing that you can do with aqua aerobics where you could leash someone to wings and make him drag them, uh, like, walking across the shallow end of the pool. Uh, <laughs> there's this, this whole resistance thing that I guess kind of acts like those parachutes that you see, like, pro football players running behind them. Wings, what are you looking at online? Me? Yeah. I'm reading an uh, article about cop speeding in Raleigh, North Carolina. <laughs> okay, Wings. So we're doing a show here. It's not just about you. You're actually you're the topic. <laughs> <laughs> you're the topic. Let me know what you think about some of this stuff. What do I what, want what you, you to say? I, I was ready to go three days ago. <laughs> oh, I, I know, I know. We're gonna get it started as soon as I can start. But I mean, all, from my standpoint, this this is there, there's a couple standards going into it. I want to do. I'd like to change the direction of my channel's heading. Because right now I'm doing Call of Duty videos still six years later, and like they fell off hard. I'm like, I'm getting less than I enjoy on them, and it makes me bitter. Two, I'd really like to lose weight. And my buddy Danny, he lost a lot of weight in prison, and he bet me money that I'd lose 25 pounds if I worked any real regiment and ate right in one week. And like he lost, um, he said he lost in like four months' time 156 pounds. And like that blows my mind. Yeah, Another it, thing I'm thinking about is the further we keep pushing this back, I understand Kyle has other stuff to do. It's going to run into Xbox One. Well, that's the other thing. Like, um, as far as your your channel and your gaming videos, we'll, you can keep that up because we're not going to work out all day, and we're not going to, um, you know, we're not going to constantly be doing stuff all day. We're going to work out. Like, that's the thing is, I don't want to keep them up. Gaming is is obviously not going to resuscitate my channel. I haven't grown in two and a half years. In two and a half years, I have not. In two and a half years, I went from four hundred thousand to four hundred thirty-five thousand. That's two and a half years worth of growth. I went from getting hundred thousand views a day to forty thousand views a day. That being said, I would strongly discourage cutting gaming out in one foul swoop. I would keep the gaming videos up. And you know it's it's not a big deal to make a gaming video or two a day, and and you know throughout this whole thing because I've got because all the equipment's here and you can bring your PC. Yeah. But but you got to keep making videos. You can't just you know take a month off. I'm not taking a month off. I mean I'm. Well, I mean from the gaming video. stuff. But at the same time, it's like I'm not. I'm, Woody Woody said something earlier today. Like you know, you you can be the has been or you can be a comeback. I mean. I'm a has been inspiring to be a comebacker, and like I can see this isn't working. Just I mean, not a cum dodger, right? That's right. 
We were concluded. I'm gonna come. I like out. it. I love the look he gave the camera. That was great. He knew it. He, got, he nailed it. <laughs> <laughs> no, I think I think this will be good. I don't think we should do them daily, and here's why. I think they should be every other day because you. Just the nature of human beings, they're not going to check this thing every day for the weight loss thing. They should be given a day to, to to get better. And when you do it that way, the quality of each episode steps up. The fewer episodes they are, the better each episode is. If we made one big episode that was 15 minutes long, you could stick it on TV. You know, it could be a segment of The Biggest Loser. But if we if we make 50 videos out of 30 days of working out, they're going to suck. If we make 15, I think they'll be very good. And I, over the course of two days, you can incorporate a lot because you're going to Especially the early on, you're gonna feel like shit. That 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 first night, that that first day when you wake up, the second day I should say, after a day of working out and a day of not eating the kind of foods you're used to and not, you know, your body's having to relearn how to fuel itself, you're gonna feel like shit. You're gonna hurt everywhere. You're gonna hurt in places that don't normally hurt people. Like your uh, whole out before. Yeah, I, I mean, it's, I know it's, what the day you're talking about feels like. Yeah, it's gonna be bad. But, I've worked a jackhammer before, Kyle. I know what those days feel like. I fixed yeah. lag out of my neck and wish I had a gun in my mouth. I know yeah. what those days feel like. Now, one thing we can do, which is a little extreme, but I'll do it to you. After a long day of working out, the, the way you keep um, from being sore the next day, the soreness is called, caused by a buildup of lactic acid, among a few mm-hmm. other things. Put you in the tub and fill that motherfucker up with ice water, leave you in there for 20 minutes, and you won't be sore at all the next day. I, I, I'm going to tell you right now, that ain't happening. <laughs> <laughs> we could do a polar bear thing where we got you out of the hot tub and then I eat you down. Oh, I'm God. sure that won't be bad for you. Yeah, not at all. Can we just get like a nice looking girl with some icy hot? <laughs> to rub you down? Yeah, I, just I, can, up I can look into that, I guess, but... But I think no, it's going to be like, even, like a, even like a even like a guy that's discreet with like gloves on. A guy who's discreet. With discreet gloves. like what? Like he well, won't like touch you inappropriately? Like yeah, or, or like won't tell anybody. Oh, okay. I don't want like you know Big Bubba from the bar getting paid a twenty to put his Bud Light down and rub me down with icy hot. Bubba costs more than that. <laughs> <laughs> but I, I think this thing is going to be good, and I, I think what you the keys to take away from it that I hope you take away from it are. Some ideas about nutrition, about um, the foods you keep in your the foods you keep in your house are, are, are the main thing. If the food's not there to eat, then it's just not there to eat, and you've got to get away from driving to go get it when you when you want it. And when, when you're hungry and you and you want that snack at night, it needs to be like, I mean, hell, dude, if you if you ate a bowl of like bran flakes, it'd be so much healthier than a Big Mac. And you'll you know eat two bowls of bran flakes. What is that? Three hundred calories? It takes a long time to get fat on cereal. Anything it's to replace Big Macs and fries. You got 200 calories with the milk in a bowl of cereal. Skim milk. It's like water pretending to be milk. Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. I, I like Kyle's idea. I, you know, I was originally on the I want to see wings every day talking about what that workout was like, how he feels from yesterday's workout, or, you know, on the first episode, how he feels going into the whole thing. But the idea of, you know, two days, you get two days worth of things to talk about and two days worth of videos to maybe intersplice to show, you know, oh, I was yeah. doing tire flips on Monday and, you know, blah, 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 blah. I like, I, you know, I, I'm coming around to that. I, I really like that idea. I can and see it, two days, but I definitely don't want it to be like a week. I don't, I don't want to see four or five videos on this. I I want I want a lot of content 15. out of this. We'll, we'll, get, we'll get 10 to 15 out of it easy. 
I guess. Yeah. If that's, if that's, if that's our goal. Free weights are going to fuck me up. We're not going to be doing any free weights. you got to do free weights. No, you don't. We're gonna get you. We're gonna, you're gonna be doing water aerobics. You're gonna be doing some silly exercises that I ju- that that will benefit you, but they're just there because they're funny. And um, you know, you it, know how bad your muscles get eat up when you're losing weight at this speed, right? No, nah, no, it's it's not gonna have any effect. We're gonna keep feeding you. We're not gonna cut your protein. No, 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 no. But the fact is, you gotta you gotta weight train to keep the muscles. You're you're gonna be working out. You're gonna be. It's not just gonna be cardio. You're gonna be hitting the heavy bag and stuff. You're not gonna lose. Yeah, there's gonna be resistance stuff. Hitting the heavy bag. I had an idea that I think would be good if we like if we suspended a couple of car tires from a uh, from a limb in a tree and just had you beat them with a baseball bat. Like stuff like that is gonna make you work your whole core, your back, your shoulders, your arms. Stuff that doesn't hurt you. You can do that shit sitting in a chair if you have to. Uh, But the goal is to take enough weight. Imagine that picture. Yeah, the goal is to take enough weight off of your legs and your knees so that maybe three months from now you can jog. My legs and my knees aren't the problem. My lower back is. Really? Yeah, I, I fell off a melter and I uh I, I have three laterals that are cracked. Okay. Well, uh, why don't why are you so against pain medication? Because I could hook you up with like some Darvacet or something. I, am I have a prescription for it. Just... You know, if you notice this <laughs> stomach in front of me, that's because I love food. You know why I'm good at fucking Call of Duty and Diablo 3 and all these other games that I put my mind to? You know I'm not one of the best Fallout players you'll ever meet? Because I get addicted. And I'll sit there and play them for like 16 hours a day. If I get hooked on pain pills, I'll, I will be broke within a month. We'll get you hooked on something, though. We'll get you on something that'll kill the pain. Even if it's... I'll, I'll tough it through the pain. All right. I, I um I think it would be good. I, like here's how I imagine the first. There's other it, like, ibuprofen at the very least is not addictive. Yeah, nothing like that. I'm, yeah. I'm gonna say this. I had my stomach cut open like two months ago with with MRSA, hmm. and I dealt with MRSA a week. And I and he, the doctor's gonna give me pain pills, and I turned them down. Yeah, I'm just saying ibuprofen's not addictive. Mm-hmm. Not at all. Not you can eat all. it all day, every day, and then and then stop, and you your body doesn't know the difference. Um. It's a Do blood I, thinner. That's what it is. Well, that's one of the. Well, that's aspirin. Aspirin has that side effect of thinning the blood a bit. I think but ibuprofen does not. too. I'm not sure. Really? Yeah, I, you know why? I take it after hangovers. And, and I know really? it's. I think the blood thinning is. I, I'm, I'm not a doctor, but I think that's one of the reasons Lozon can't take it near his fights. It makes it, sense. It makes him bleed or something. I don't know. Ah. Yeah, it's an anticoagulant. Uh. But I think it's going to be a good series of videos. I think the key to it is is you not walking to the gas station or something for Twinkies or anything like that, and um, you know just doing the workouts. And they're not going to be crazy, crazy workouts that that are just going to kill you. It's just doing them every single day and not taking a day off. To the gas station to get Twinkies that'd be a good workout in itself. (laughs) Uh, Yeah, (laughs) at my house it would be the the gas. That's a pretty that's a pretty good hike, but. uh, and that's the other thing that's good about my place. My backyard is completely secluded. Like you can you can be back there and you know nobody will ever know it. I got a big 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 backyard and that's uh, what there's I a whole want. I want that too. I it's my wife is showing me these lots right because she's looking at building a home and her goal is to not live here two years from now. So that might mean start a house building thing a year from now. I don't know. Take it nice and slow and we'll less likely screw it up. But uh, she's like this how this lot is. Two acres, Kyle. How big is your lot? It's about three. 
But a lot of it I have, like, right-of-way with, like, those woods that are all in front of the house. Like, that's not right. mine, but, you know, nobody goes there. It's Right. Yeah, they wouldn't. Yeah, I, I, it's it's three acres there that's, like, stuck in the back of some stuff. But it's there, effectively, like, five acres. At least. It's, you know, that whole field back behind the house. Like, I don't know if you could tell. That, that goes on for a while. And those woods, too. See, I, I feel like to get a little, you know... It, I don't know, little things. Like, if my dogs bark, I don't want to care. You know, I want to, no one else has impacted this but me. If my dogs bark now, there's like five neighbors hearing it. I'm immediately on top of that stuff, trying to quiet them down, bring them in the house, or, or what have you. I would like, I don't know, to be out there by myself a little bit. I want to blow something yeah. up. <laughs> and I will I will say this. If you donate money to the Wings of Redemption Weight Loss, weight loss Program, or whatever the fuck we're going to title this thing, uh, you'll get some say into some of where your money goes. If you're like, mm. I, if you donate, say, a hundred bucks, and you're like, I'd like if my hundred dollars went into like some super elastic bands to do a, a stretchy tree thing, we'll make sure your hundred dollars does that. If, if you donate fifty bucks and you're like, hey, I just want to help with the food, that's where your fifty dollars will go. And, you know, if there's something that I wasn't gonna do already, and you're a donator of a significant amount, you know, I figure a significant amounts a hundred bucks or more. Um, do you have a temporary PayPal you can send it all? I don't. Well, sh- just send it to mine. I'll. I'll yeah. <laughs> don't we do can, that. No, okay. You'll never don't. see it again. It's. Uh, <laughs> I'll, I'll come up with a. I'll come up with a PayPal. Uh, and I'll. I'll try to get that done tonight. So I have my PayPal. We can do that. We can do that if if you guys um, trust Wings that that he will hand the money over to me and let me handle uh, handle all this and he will. I promise. Um, I want he's a very honest that, guy. Man. I won't. I won't even get paid by the time I get to Kyle's house, so it'll just be in my PayPal. All right. So what's your PayPal wings? It's uh right there. It's decide eighty two at hotmail dot com. Yeah, it's decide eighty two at hotmail dot com. Your money will go to wings losing weight. Any extra money that that I'm like, yeah, I don't know what to do with this money. Well, you know that's. I don't know what we'll do with it. We can't get it back to you because it, it wouldn't work out that way. You know, as a percentage, you know, what I'm going to do, give, if there's a hundred donors and a total of a thousand extra money, what do I do? Give each of you $10 each or some weird percentage of your money? I'm not doing that. Maybe but, donate it to a charity or something? Yeah, like well, it, we'll get Wings some clothes because hopefully after this, Wings isn't going to have any clothes that fucking fit anymore. If I lose 50 pounds, I won't have any clothes that fit. Yeah. Well, you know, if we got any extra money, we'll dress Wings because Wings isn't going to have any fucking clothes on this. Because at 380, I'm a 52 in the waist, but at 438, yeah. I'm a 60. Hmm. So, yeah. There's significant pants droppage there. Big difference. Suspenders <laughs> will be in play. During the boot camp, I promise. We're definitely going for a Smokey the Bear look. I just got to find the hat. The only suspenders I have are camouflage. I will get you suspenders. Don't worry. <laughs> I like the of course. Of camouflage. course. The only kinds of suspenders that Wings has camouflage. Camouflage. Yeah. Of course. No, it, I mean, if people want to see him dressed up like Ronald McDonald or, um, I don't know, your favorite Looney Tunes character, we could probably make that happen. Wings, does, just, Wings just doesn't give a fuck. This is a man who told us about his grandmother fingering him. This is <laughs> break up poops to, to, to help to with constipation. Yeah, yeah. yeah, to help with his constipation. Well, that's not normal. I mean, you guys will do it if you're in that same situation. Absolutely. I've been constipated. I didn't ask anybody to figure my butthole to break up the poop. <laughs> I have I had constipation bad enough. Then you hadn't had it bad enough left. <laughs> yeah, I guess. I guess fingers yeah, so right. deep in there. 
That was, was a, that was one of the most ridiculous I was, stories. You've I was seen. constipated for about two weeks before I decided to go there, though. Yeah, you were like it was like backed up three or four turds deep, and that's where the yeah, pain three was. Three or four that's turds somebody, deep at that point. I'm like, <laughs> something's got to get done. Someone quoted you on the every uh, the time subreddit. he ate, it was like loading a musket, just pounding that thing into his <laughs> 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 until one day, boom! Extra grandma just set off the whole works. There it is. That was a mess. What did you, you? I guess you shit on the floor when that happened. No, um, what? <laughs> what had happened was we. She had to give me an enema beforehand, and we did it on the uh, guest bed in her house, and we set like puppy pads out on the bed in case I slipped. Because when, because when the way you give an enema, you got to back up to it, and you got to kind of bunk your butt in the air as being your butt, and you got to clench your cheeks, and you got to roll over onto your side, and you got to hold it there for like. 15 to 30 seconds before you attempt to go use the bathroom hmm. to give the solution, the saline solution time to eat away at the turd. Of course, naturally, right. right Why right. did we lead off with this? <laughs> <laughs> this is fucking gold. Is anyone else getting this mental image of Wings in basically what he described as ass-up, face-down position? So, Wings, okay. w- w- was your like cheek on the floor as you did this and your knees no, on the ground? Bed. Alright, wait, so hold on a second. <laughs> oh dear. <laughs> oh, here we go. Yeah, if you were over there by that green green uh, portion of the how rug, how I think that would be. There's a bed, you stand next to the bed. You know, you get on your hands and knees on the bed. You know, it's the it's not like it's not like headboard to footboard. Wait. Tell me how close am I coming here? <laughs> Is there <laughs> no? <laughs> now get an old lady. <laughs> How am I doing, Wings? Is I, I got it. You're, pre- you're pretty close. Then once it, once it goes in, no, you got to be on hands and knees. He's getting ready to do the scorpion, the <laughs> downward facing scorpion. Yeah, hands and knees, and like you bunk your, you got to put your head down and your ass up, kind of like, and you got to spread your butt cheeks. So you got to take your hands back and spread them. You gotta reach back and spread the butt cheeks. They don't have to spread them like that. I wish Jackie would walk in right now. <laughs> what the hell? Oh, let's go. All right, and then and then Gangster Grandma comes, and and <laughs> is she plunging it? You know, or or, or like kind of. Well, this was Scooping. the enema. Well, this is the enema. This yeah, is we're talking about the enema. This is the enema. Stealing enema. And then he went into the bathroom, and I think he had further trouble. And he, you I collapsed. Had further it. trouble. What it is, it broke up the first turd, and then the second turd, it on broke up half of it. Well, so that'll time, happen. By the time the second turd got there, it was it was coming fast. It was a loaded gun, so it was like, and it hit, and it turned like this. So I had a turn this about is that like a, a, a like a multi car pile up on the highway, yeah. right? Yeah, like the second exactly. one, the second turn came skidding in <laughs> sideways <laughs> out the rear end. Well, basically, my butthole was stretched like that, and there was a turd hanging in it. And um, Wings butthole was stretched, <laughs> and there was and the a turd hanging in it. Somebody took their fist and punched me in the asshole. And, and, and not, at this point, you've got a turd turtling sideways, right? you got a turd coming out shoulder first. Like busting a door down. And I'd, I'd go in like, and then i ask her if she'd stick her finger up my butt and try to break this turd up. Well, sure, and that's what you do. Did she hesitate at all, or was she right in there? She was right in there. That's she a great grandma. grandma. 
So I did she have a latex uh, glove on, or did she do this bareback? It was latex glove. She was a uh, like a she did a lot of like in house nursing for old women, so she changed in adult diapers most of her life. Hmm. Okay. Now, so now what happened? You, you were on the floor uh, getting. Um, I went yeah. back, got back on the bed after I landed on but, the wall. Like, but I did you get the to the toilet, or did you just shoot it Japanese tub girl style? <laughs> when she broke I'm the turn up, it yeah, came out, the, came out onto the puppy pad. So you so laid you, out a puppy pad for this? Yeah, yeah because you missed this. Because right. when when you put the selenium enema in, you got to lay down after after you you inject the selenium enema into your butt, you have to lay down on your side for like fifteen to thirty seconds. The bottle says to give the solution time to eat away at the uh, the stool. So this is pretty much a poop solvent. It, well, it does. It takes hard stool and it basically breaks it apart for you. Okay. And it promotes the muscles in your uh, in your bowels to push. Uh huh. It makes them like want to push. And um, there's a chance that it might leak out your butt during that period, so we put puppy pads down on the bed so you wouldn't mess the sheets up. But you went whole hog and just took your first dump on the puppy pad. I took my second one. <laughs> Yeah, but so, at, so at, at that point, I didn't give a shit about that bed. I'd buy her a new one. So it, let me lay this timeline down if I understand you correctly. You're on the bed. She gives you the enema. You realize you got to go, so you go to the bathroom. Mm-hmm. You sit on the toilet. Turd one exits the building. Turd two comes in a little sideways, crashes. There's a complete meltdown. Then you return right. to bed where you're fingered by your grandmother. You, <laughs> yes. you poop set turd number two into the bed on the puppy pads. And then you return to the toilet to evacuate the rest of your correct your your, your bowels. That correct. sounds like a hell of an afternoon, my friend. What time of day was this? I'm curious. This was about three in the afternoon. Hell yeah, that's how I like to start six. my afternoon off. It was about three hours to do all this just before dinner. That's, that's one. That's pretty horrible. I'll tell you what I would have done. I, I and I think I would have had to put something up there and like root it around because I'm not getting a partner no matter what. Okay, I'm just not. There's this there's this comedian. And he tells this story, and I'm gonna butcher it. But long story short, he ended up with a uh, these vibrating balls in his butt, and uh, and the ball is, is two pieces, and in the middle is the vibrating part. And he tried to jerk it out really fast after he came because he was of course disgusted with himself. And when he did, the cord breaks off, the plastic separates a bit, and pinches the inside of his butthole. It's in him and won't come out for something like a week or something, to several days. And toward the end, he had to get chopsticks to like reach in there and grab it. And and I think that's where I would have to go. I'd have to break out some uh, some. Are maybe you some seriously plastic. that shy and that ashamed of what you're doing that you won't ask for help? Lefty, at what point do you ask a family member to finger your butt? <laughs> uh, it's a life or death I, situation. I yeah, I got to. Uh... If I'm on death's door, I'll do I mean, it. Kyle and Lefty, the guys are gonna have the dick that rots off because they're scared to so, whip it out and let somebody look at it. No, I got no problem. Go to the doctor. And I yeah, if it's a medical professional, of course, no problem. Yeah, that's, I don't know, that's a pretty embarrassing problem. My, to go my to grandmother, she did that shit for uh, old ladies all the time, gave them enemas and right. stuff like that. Okay, but that you the, her alley. the question as it was posed to me is when would you go to a family member with that? Mm-hmm. I don't have I my fam, I don't and have any. Me- the first people you go to, I trust my family more than I trust a guy that I don't know to go up my ass. I trust a proctologist to finger my butt better than I do my family members, personally. Well, if you have a family member, that's a proctologist. Okay, well then... That's different. 
Then what I'm going to the proctologist for my family member because then I'm going to see. making a good it. argument here. You know, he is a family member that's a medical professional. Mm. She's not a medical professional, but she She's gave old trained. lady. She was basically like a home stay-at-home nurse. That's what she yeah. was trained in. Well, right, and if they had that training, I would go to them. But if they're untrained in it, I'm not going to ask them to help I didn't me. Ask. I didn't that. ask my mother. I mean, like nowadays, I probably ask my brother to do stuff like this. But he was an army medic. He knows yes. those things. So, uh, and and he likes to finger guys. Oh, so there's something in it for him. It's I not even that. It's, it's just like he's seen most everything that you can see. Yeah. Um. Well, that, that I, some people might not like that we went back to the story. I don't think I think everybody's going to like that we went back to the story. I felt like the story needed to be fleshed laid out. out more clearly, more yeah. fleshed out. Yeah, because th- it's so ridiculous. And and I got into a point counterpoint thing with some guys on the subreddit about whether you should do the porno or not. Now I agree with most of your reasons why you don't think you should do it. But there are many reasons why you should do it as well. There is a point counterpoint argument here that can be made for either side. And somebody was like, you know, that's pretty embarrassing, dude. And I'm just like, the guy told us about his grandma fingering him, man. I mean, you know, I, I feel like if I had the op- if I had these two options, a option A Get my dead grandma to finger me and then tell everybody about it. Or option B, going to a porno, being a couple hundred pounds overweight, I'd go with option B. Because I don't think I'll ever live down getting Nanny out of the ground and making her do that to me. Dude, I... I, I, I she's cremating. It's going to be weird. It it didn't bother me at all. I was actually happy she did it because it it took all the pain away. The key takeaway here is Wings has a beautiful penis and it needs to be seen. Dick six. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, but I do have beautiful penis and some enormous balls. Apparently, like just, <laughs> oh, I like about no. the enormous balls, like the knocker on a, on some old timey you, you mansion. You ever see those like those like movies the truck the balls with the from, like eighties the and they're like they're like riding the bike up and they got these balls and they flip around their head like this. That's yep, what I got. Yep. <laughs> those balls that they like spin and then throw and the ropes attach. So how yeah. big would you say they are compared to golf balls? Three times, three times the size. size. How big are they compared to a racquetball? Well, I don't know what a racquetball looks like. Do How about style. a tennis ball? Um, Not quite, right? A third the size of a tennis ball. A third of the size of a tennis ball. Is, isn't that about the size of a golf ball? I'll tell you what. Do this for us. Grab one of your testicles and when without, you know, with like your finger, your, your forefinger and your thumb, and then keep that measurement yeah, just, and know. then show us. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> oh no! Painkiller oh, already history is being oh, no. made right now. You're witnessing it. Now don't don't get carried away down there. <laughs> it stopped being for science a few seconds ago. Wings. Is that the is that the the, the diameter? Now I'm trying to diameter? figure out how much of that is involved. Are we just looking at the fingers? Because you, you kind of got like one I, of I these going. Like my, the ball went around there. I mean, there's probably the hand probably moved a little bit, so it's probably somewhere like at. But that is a, a large moose testicle testy. we are describing. That's right a large there. testy. I've got a uh, I've got a Doberman pincher. My dad's got a Doberman pincher. Its balls are about that big. That's scary. So when wings ejaculates, is it like oh. a cup of milk? <laughs> no, I mean like it all depends. Like how how often? When's the last time I got it? My ejaculation is very thick, but uh-huh. I, it, the amount the amount of actual excrement. Oh. Secreted, amount secreted, amount mm. of, spe- of DNA depends on how turned on I am and how often since I last did it. 
Well, I don't know why I asked that. I don't know what I, I was hoping would come and, from and that. And you got yeah. to you flex your, your abdominal muscles, too. That helps, doesn't it? You those Kegel exercises, too. Those aren't just for women. I kind of like to hold my breath. Stan brought up this conversation, and Stan, Stan was like, well, Jordy, what would you like to do sexually that you never could do? I'm like, you know, I'd like to be able to shoot a nut like Peter North or something like that, just not one across the room out there. And he's like, I can tell you how to do that. And he's like, what you do is when you're jerking off, when you feel you're about to go, you grab the head of it and you squeeze, and you just jerk it three or four more times, and you kind of load it like a gun. You feel the pressure backing up. And then you jerk it one more time forward and let go at the same time, and he goes, you can go for distance. I've tried it a couple times. It ain't worked. <laughs> but I think I'm doing it wrong. Let me ask you this, Wings. Wings, when, when you're coming for distance, what is the shooting lane? Like, where are you? And where yeah. is where – Are you, are you in the you? backyard? Or, I, I picture you standing on one chair and aiming for the other chair. I, I – it's not a shooting lane, dude. It's just like it's just something you try. You never tried to jerk off and let. But, but what is the target that you're shooting at when you're when you when you're doing? See, yeah, I'm not I really a distance ejaculator. His keyboard, his keyboard. If I had to guess, keyboard. Mm. It ain't no keyboard, dude. He's got a mechanical keyboard. You don't mess First around with that. Uh, you'll ruin a keyboard fast like that. I promise. <laughs> <laughs> All right then, wings, wings. Where is this? Where is it landing? In the bed somewhere. Generally, generally, you jerk off in the bed or something like that. On her face. You ever just blow it all over yourself? Just, just, just don't even give a shit. Everybody's done that, Kyle. Okay, just wondering if you did. Wondering <laughs> if that, that was your method. You know, maybe rub it in for for skin for you know good skin. No, I don't do none of that bullshit. I yeah. hear it's good for your skin. I wonder if that's true or if that's just guys that well, like to come Kyle, on women's faces. You guys bust off on your desk. You let me know. I, I I've always wondered, you know, you you hear uh, right. you hear you hear people say, oh no, it's oh, good for it's your skin. Good for you, it's protein, solves pimples, makes you look younger. I don't know, whatever it takes. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, it'll make you taller too, honey. Just sit still. You need a holy topic. I think so. Mm-hmm. I'm going to start with Lefty. Hmm. You will be given ten million dollars, win or lose. I'll add to play one round of Russian roulette. Do you play? No. Ten million? Cash free, taxes free? Sure. I'll play. For ten I'll million? Play. Yeah, I'll play. Ten million. I was thinking about it. So let's assume it's a six shooter, right? I think you can all agree with that. One of us will probably die. Like mm-hmm. if we were to play, if four I go of us first. Play, well, here's the question. I assume though. we spin between shots. Fair enough. Here's the question, though. Is it a properly lubricated and maintained revolver? It's going to spin like a motherfucker. Super random. I don't know. I might. It's, But you see, the reason I ask is because... I think you know um, it's a misfire. No. The, oh. the, um, the weight of the single bullet will change the, the mass rotating around the axis, which will actually make it not... Very, it won't be a one in six. It'll be more. It'll be closer a one to one in ten or something. Right? Yeah, something like that, because mm-hmm. the the gravity will f- take it out of the top position. It might not even be position. one in ten. It might be like one in six point seven. But it is better than one point six because gravity won't, makes the bullet. For those of you don't know, so the revolver. So there's three holes in a cylinder. A bullet's going or six holes in a cylinder. A bullet's going in one. Then we spin the cylinder and shut the gun. The bullet. If the bullet is in. Only one position will it fire on the first shot. Wings, so, do you have a revolver? 
I don't have it with me. It's in the uh, actions at my grandma's house. Okay. Yeah. Let me go get it. That'd nah, take too long. I want a nice revolver. I don't have one. I have I have a couple semi-autos, but I don't have any revolvers. I'm a big fan. I used to think they were old-fashioned, like out-of-date guns, and uh, now they're just kind of well, like they're precision mechanical instruments. They're kind of cool. The MP Eight Shot 357 Magnum is the one I go with. It's eight shots. <clears throat> Excuse me. It's eight shots instead of six, and it's a really, really accurate pistol. And you can shoot 38 specials or 357 magnums in it, and uh, it's a good gun. But yeah, I totally spin the wheel. I totally spin that. I'd, I'll take 15% chance that you know it's all over. I'd never know it because you know we're all just space people. And uh, I'd go uh, so far as like I'll, sp- I'll spend the chance, and then if I if I'm alive after we go out to dinner, fuck it. I, I, I still don't know if I can do it, man. I still don't know. Yeah, I just I think I might have quick. done it a couple of years ago, but I mean, obviously, I don't have ten million. But I, money means less to me now than it once did. Yeah, I like money a lot. I'm a big fan. <laughs> <laughs> I am too, but I, I, you know, I'm not that big of a fan because the downside to losing. Isn't I don't have any money. It's I don't exist. Period. I I, I'd, it, I'd like to put a bullet in, just spin it, see if it would work. I it, do that all the time. Like like you know, just just yeah, especially if you watch like the Deer Hunter, where Russian roulette is a is a big part of the movie. Yeah. I'll be like, huh, I wonder how that does work. And you you know, you put a bullet in a revolver, spin it, and shut it, and look, and just see what would have happened. And uh, it's cool. Sometimes you die. How many times Some- have you lost, Bob? I don't know. I could I could spend one and think about it and 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 let you know the results. But do, it's. Uh, do you have one right there? Of course. The one second. <laughs> yeah, of course. You see, now I was thinking the other day if I was ever to get a gun, because I you know I'm I'm pro gun as it were, but I don't own one. Mm-hmm. Uh, if I was ever to get one, and it's Kyle's well, it's Kyle's associate's fault. Um, it would have to be an M1911. Really? Yeah. Because I just, whenever I, I mean, I use it in video games, but I saw uh, a video of a guy Kyle might know shooting them, and he was just singing their high praises, and I've heard nothing but from gun people being like, the M1911 is one of the best pistols ever made, and so I'd, I'd have, you that would be the gun I'd have to get. No good reason. Mm-hmm. <coughs> I'd, rather, I'd rather have a SIG. But, uh, so, so all right, this first uh, roll is for Woody. Woody lives. All right. Second roll is for me. I'm gonna die. I can't I hear live. it spin, so it spins really silently. Yes, it's incredibly smooth. Like I, I'm gonna spin it right next to the mic. I think I and, know uh, this gun. Is it chrome? No, it's black. This one is okay. for wings. I heard it. Wings lives. And lefty. Lefty lives. Did you, you yet? Let's go out did you when do you, do, Kyle? I did do me. We yeah, all lived. So you didn't let it stop spinning? I slammed it shut. That was the stop motion. Yeah, it's, okay. It was spinning freely, and then I slam it shut, and it still spins maybe two or three more times, and then it locks into place. It's completely random. So if um, you if you spin it, will the weight of the bullet pull it to the bottom if you were to like, let it stop on its own? Good question. Let me spin it and let it stop on its own. I like that I can hear it. 
I hear like no, and it, that time the bullet stopped on the left side. So it spins freely, but not so freely that the weight of the bullet pulls it down. Yeah, it's stopping in a different position every time I spin it. So you say the M&P 357? Yeah, the, all right, excuse me. This is a Smith & Wesson. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, it's a, yeah, that's right. Smith & Wesson M&P uh, 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 357, yeah. Hmm. Which Eight 1911 shot. would you get? How much? What's the budget? I don't, you, so we've talked about guns before, and um, Kyle knows this, but probably a lot of people listening don't. When I buy a rifle or a pistol... I typically think I'm only going to get one of that kind. Like, I don't see myself owning 12 you know, revolvers or 12 1911s. So I want to get my last one first. Buy it nice or buy it twice. I can tell you which one I'd buy. Tell what us. Would, what would you get? Kimber. Kimber's a solid name. I, but I want to say Kimber was widely praised a few years ago and then widely panned. Most, most people will bullshit you with some Springfield, but like... Every Kimber 1911 I've ever seen has been nice. It looks nice. It feels nice. It works flawlessly. So and then Kimber also has a slide conversion for 22 long rifle. So you can put the slide conversion on it and shoot 22 out of it. And you so know, you can do it's a dual purpose. So the Kimbers used to be really top shelf. Um, as of late, a lot of the work that's coming out of their custom shop is seen as sub Kimber work. It's not bad. It's just not what it used to be. Um, you can get that. You can convert your 45 ACP 1911 to a number of different calibers, um, including 22 long rifle, with a pretty affordable kit. I think it's like maybe 275 dollars on top of the cost of your pistol, and it allows you to shoot really affordable ammo, which is impossible to find right now. And but if I was going to get one and only one, um, maybe an Ed Brown. Ed Brown makes some really high end stuff. And you can be very specific when you order your pistol, what you want on it. Kind of put it together like a Honda Civic. Like, no, no, no. I like this hammer. I like this trigger. Um, I want this. I want a seven-inch long slide. I want these grips. I want knurling on the back, but not on the front of the grip. Um, you can decide, you know, what kind of sight you want. There's is it a mi- problem to be outside the mainstream, right? Because like I've heard of Kimber, I've heard of Springfield, I've probably heard of a, you know, obviously Colt makes them. I, I assume Smith and Wesson does. I don't even know. But I've never heard of Ed Brown. Is that too expensive? Is it bad to be on like a in the custom range out there that no one knows of? No, no, no. They're, they're all custom. That's the thing. So, so all 1911s are inherently just someone's version of an old design, that hundred-year-old design. They're all tweaking and and doing their own thing. And a lot of times you have to ha- you have to hand fit parts when you put them together. So they're almost like assembling a model car at times when you're really customizing a 1911. But the Ed Brown ones are known to be some of the best. So are the uh, the Nighthawks. I've got a Nighthawk. Yeah, and that's um, your personal favorite, right? I know when we did that yeah. shooting competition in Arkansas, that's what you what you used, right? A Nighthawk, nineteen eleven. Yeah. yeah, it wasn't very fair for those guys. They had clocks, but dude, I was Ed, I had a shining had more- moment there. I had it, I, I've told this story before, so I'll tell it and fast forward, but. I had just flown in actually from a dancing competition and I was dressed like an old man doing the yard or something. Maybe a golfer. I had my plaid. Like she dressed a lot like this. Right? I, I had on my, my Woody's Gamer shorts. Um, I think I had shoes on that I, that I brought with me in my luggage. Socks and a, sandals. Like, <laughs> I think I had some sort of like 
I don't know, like hiking shoe on with socks and, and, uh, and a shirt and shorts. And everybody else out there was in like military fatigues, you know, like cargo pants, pockets on their calves and, and they're all loaded up with guns and stuff. And I show up like a Democrat. And, um, and everyone, like, like they're, they're actually cops, they're secret service people, they're doing all this stuff. Or maybe they're just longtime gun guys. And I felt really out of place, but out of place in an emasculated way. Like, these guys are rocking the double macho. And I'm rocking, uh, just finished my dancing competition in Hollywood. <laughs> and, uh, um, they're, you know, they do a little gun safety or whatever. They asked me if I've shot before and I'm like, yeah, I shot, but I've never you know done anything competitive. And, um, but I'm safe, right? I'm, I'm competent with the pistol and I'm safe to be around and everyone's going and they're going and they're shooting and I'm kind of just talking to Kyle and whatever. And, uh, they're shooting these dinner plates at how far would you say? Like 30 feet? More than that. Um, probably 15, probably 40 feet, you know, probably 40 15. Feet? 15, 20 yards. They were, they were out right. there and. And they weren't literally dinner plates. They were dinner plate sized steel plates. So, yeah, six inch steel plates. And, uh, I wasn't sure. I would like, I wanted to, I wanted to make sure when I hit it, it would fall down. I'm a pretty good pistol shot. Not, I'm not special or anything, but I'm competent, like I said. And I'm like, where do I hit it? Should I hit it at the top so it falls over a little better or just hit it right in the middle? Like, you know, and the guy's like, just aim for the middle, you know, cause everyone was missing and stuff. And, uh, there's six of them lined up at 40 feet away and I just <laughs> knocked them all down just like that. And no one else had done it in the competition thus far. And, uh, I, I, I handed them back as Glock and I'm like, that'll do. You know, like no yeah. one had done that. I like suddenly I was a competent shooter and, and it, sadly I didn't do shoot that well all day long, but that was my initial impression The the dopey guy that didn't fit in fucking hit every target. Yeah. You hit them all. I remember that. That was good. That was a that that's a cool way to shoot because the other thing is he didn't mention but he was racing against someone else right. so so you know I got I have four targets he has four targets and then there's a fifth target or a ninth target if you will in the middle that whoever finishes their rack first gets you know can start shooting it and whoever sinks that one first wins yeah so and it was me yeah. <laughs> that knock, time knock them all down yeah that's the time that, that I count. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, I should mention Kyle won the whole thing. I think that's what he's referring to. <laughs> yeah, no, in, in in the second round, I wasn't the super me. But, uh, but, yeah, Kyle won the whole thing. It's hard to be the super you every time. It's hard when people are watching. People, you know, it. I have done I have done things that I wouldn't believe when nobody was watching. I can throw pebbles up in the air and shoot them with a rifle. I, I've shot birds in the head from 100 yards standing with a rifle. Uh, it's crazy, ridiculous things. I've put three bullets in a dime at 200 meters. But if, if there's a crowd around, it's a lot of pressure. Your heart beats a little bit faster. The second Everything. time I went faster, I think I could have I think I think could have done what I did the first time. But instead I was like, all right, I'll do it again, but this time in half the time. And it didn't work out like I wanted. I had some misses, and I got knocked out of the competition. And those plates were weird, too, because you guys all had 9 millimeters, and if you didn't hit them... Like you said, like I said aim for the middle, but really aim for the middle and higher right. was the thing with us. If you hit them low, they they wouldn't flip every time. I had a forty five, so it didn't matter. Right. That was a little bit of advantage, but I also had half the ammo capacity as everybody else. That was a fun. That was fun. That was a good day. True, but if it takes you more than seven shots to hit five plates, you weren't going to win. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> you weren't going to win anyway. 
So, but yeah, that was a good day. That was a good day. That was a. I hope we can say all this. Maxim made all that happen, right? The magazine. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I like rich people. Rich people are great. <laughs> rich people um, are wonderful. Rich people yeah, they get nice. blasted in the press all the time. They, they everyone thinks rich people are total douches, greedy assholes, whatever, whatever. Do you know any rich people? They're wonderful to spend time around. And we're not talking about rich like the richest guy in your family or the richest guy in your neighborhood, but you know, with somebody who's got five or ten million dollars in disposable income. Yeah. Somebody who has their own plane. You know, those guys. Like right. a like a jet, not a plane. You know anyone who's really rich? Right, not a plane. No. You know a guy with a plane. Do you know anyone with a jet? A private jet? Those guys are nice. Yeah. Yeah. He he wasn't out there to prove anything to us. You know, he was just comfortable in his own skin. He was generous. He was funny. You know, they tell stories that I can't share. And, yeah, and totally. I he's like, do you have earmuffs? Oh, don't wear those shitty earmuffs. Where are my four hundred dollar earmuffs? We all have them. We're the cool guys. Come on, wear them. Wear our earmuffs with us. <laughs> just really nice guys. They didn't want you to. They don't want you to fill out a place or anything like that. They just want to have a good time. And meanwhile, you'll get them alone and start drinking, and they'll tell you the story about the time. I'll tell you this story. My buddy, uh, very wealthy guy, real party animal. He was in God, Prague, you know, Germany, wherever the fuck someone goes for to race their own Ferrari in some sort of private rich guy race. And him and one of his buddies are out there in the street, and they've all got a prostitute apiece. And they decide that they're going to race their prostitutes, piggyback style. They're going to hop on the back of their prostitute and race them across the street. And they bet five thousand dollars on it. My buddy's prostitute was too little, and his and the other guys had a stocky prostitute. She, he jumps on her back. She takes off running. He's like, I jumped, I jumped off on on my prostitute's back, and she just falls flat on her yeah. face. But, but meanwhile, the other one's like spanking her and stuff. Like, come on, come on. <laughs> uh, you know, really, it, it's it's fun to hang around with guys who will tell you stories about. I, I met the guy who. Uh, who holds the record for the cannonball run, like the the race across the United States. Uh, he, he owned a percentage of a big nightclub in New York and all this other stuff. And I'd known him. I had literally sat there and drank with him for about an hour. And the next thing I know, he's like, hey, you ever seen a three-wheel Morgan? I'm like, no, what the hell's a three-wheel Morgan? It's this really expensive, exotic, three-wheeled motorcycle engine race car thing. The next thing I know, I'm in this thing wearing some goggles like something out of bed knobs and broomsticks storming through the streets of New York. We get pulled over, and he talks so much shit to the cops that they just walk away and leave us alone. Like he, he didn't even let them try to say anything about me not wearing a helmet on a motorcycle. He invited them to some gala he was holding, some law enforcement seminar, and, and gave them free tickets, and they just walked away. It was a uh, rich people are fun. Yeah, they're really enjoyable to be around. It, it, I'd like to be one of those. What I took from that uh, you don't even need I was to be one. Cops work. No. What, what, I think everybody should have their own rich person. Mm. They're quite enjoyable to spend time with. Like a with. Big Brother program. Mm-hmm. Like a Big I Brother program. I would totally pro- sign up for that. You need I, to know want- somebody worth eight digits or better, and you'll find that they're quite lovely. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. <laughs> really nice guys. Every single time, they're really nice guys. And, and you know, it's clear that they're a different kind of human being than you are because they'll talk about doing things that you would just wouldn't do. You know, things that don't happen in your day-to-day life. They'll talk about being at the fashion show in Milan or something. You're just like, I'm not real sure where Milan is. (laughs) Yeah, right? Meanwhile, they know where a good place to eat is. Yeah, totally. Yeah. Yeah. Interesting group of guys. Yeah. But yeah, rich people aren't all bad. They really aren't. And all you gotta do is, is meet one in a social situation and and you'd find the same because I've met a lot of rich guys and I've never met a mean one. 
never met one that I felt was an asshole. Um, I think that's legitimately. I'm really thinking real hard to think of a, a legitimately really rich guy that, that was an asshole, but for the most part, they're just Sometimes, all smiles and friendly. They're smiles and friendly. They're great. They're not necessarily benevolent Alky all David the time. Was an asshole. Who's that? Alki David. I, we don't know how much money Alki David has, so that's He's, that's the other thing. He had um, a nice house. He had plenty of cars. He had more money than me, but he you know, I could make the house. The, I if I wanted to, I could take you to this to a house just as nice with cars just as nice out front, and it would cost me twenty thousand dollars to put that show on for you. Now, twenty thousand dollars isn't a small sum of money, but I could make you think I was worth ten million with twenty thousand over a weekend. I know that I was his place, is, though. I know that's where he lived because he live streamed from. That room that I that he took me to many many times. Okay. So that I know this. We weren't allowed in the house. Wait. What kind of bullshit is that? You weren't allowed in the house. We they they had a guy guarding the door to make sure we only go to the bathroom. That was specific to you, perhaps, because I went around. Did you not see the gigantic golden horse and the? I seen the horse and all, but that's when Keemstar took me into his office to do a vlog. But we weren't, we weren't, people weren't allowed to go in and out the house. I did. Yeah, I felt free to walk around the house. Did you, he offered me a, uh, he offered me a job after that. He bought a company that owned a website having something to do with gaming. And he never laid it out really clearly, but, um, he wanted me to work for him and, and run that thing and, and make it into something. And uh, it would mean leaving YouTube, and I didn't do that. And uh, also, do you remember him being kind of hard to work for to all the staff? Like, not us. We were the quote-unquote talent. Like, he was nice to us. But the people running the websites, people working the cameras, and he didn't seem to have a lot of tolerance for any imperfection. Do you remember it like that? Yeah. I remember getting upset at people. Yeah, he would yell at people. And that's not how you manage me. So, um that was part of the turnoff. It was like, I don't really want to work for a guy who yells at his staff. Yeah. Some people don't know how to handle uh, employee-employer uh, relationships correctly. The best way to do it, whenever I talk to somebody about people who work for me or anything like that, I, I never say people work for me. Not in, you know, here I might say it every now and then because it doesn't matter. But when, especially if they're with me, I'm like, this is Dave. He works with me. This mm-hmm. is John. He works with me. It doesn't matter what the hierarchy is. We're in a social situation. Right. Right. See, I would have been like this. You won't talk shit to me. I'd be like, Woody, you want to make $20,000? I'm about to knock a rich man out. Hollywood. How do I make 20 grand? You take your iPhone out and start taking pictures of me beating Alki David's ass. And the fat man <laughs> beats $26 billion there in his own house. I sell the pictures to E and Star. <laughs> oh, so Wings, I wanted to run this by you. I've been I've been bouncing this around with subreddit a bit. I know you're hesitant about the porno for for a number of reasons, but what if you could do the porn? What if you could do a deal where you just unzipped? What if you weren't fully nude? What if it was just your you know your junk? Uh, dude, would I think that I, would that sweeten let's the pot talk a little? About this after I think I speak for long. the audience when I say we want to see the beautiful penis and enormous balls. Yeah, now we. I watched your video when you talked about this. I think you've, you've talked about it in two videos. I understand all of your concerns. I do. I'm not trying to pressure you into doing it. I just like to present both sides of the argument in any situation. And, and in this one, what, I think the main thing I'm worried about is my stomach. 
Yeah. But wait, you took your stomach out with Boogie and had a competition. I understand that, but I have an average penis. You know, it's really thick. It's about six inch long. It's an average size penis. That's what average human person has. But when you compare it to my stomach, which is enormous, it it it, it throws off the size ratio. I think we're going to be zoomed in on your cock. I, I think we should. You're see also it. going to be at least 50 pounds lighter. Is that I, I'm having a hard time. My stomach's there at 380, and it, I, I want to give you counsel, but without having seen pictures of said penis, I, I don't know that I can help. So now it's fine. Do you need pictures? I do. So are you worried about people <laughs> thinking you have a a little penis or what? No, no, I'm worried about the way it looks. To be perfectly honest, like I okay. I have a lot of fat around the base, and like mm-hmm. um, I'm probably about eight inches altogether if you take the fat around the base out. But I'm only six inches showing. But even then, like it's hard for me to see it because my belly's so big. I can't actually see my penis without like pulling my belly up. If you trim the hedges, the tree looks taller. Just throwing that out there. That's true. I can't get down there to trim it, dude. Eh, you need a makeup artist. <laughs> I haven't had a steady girlfriend in like four months. <laughs> I'm thinking somebody on set. <laughs> yeah, I'm sure they could get that for you lickety split. Just boop, boop, done. Maybe go get know, some I'm electrolysis done. Just so you don't know I mean, like, the porn would be a horrible thing for me in the long run. Because, yes, $5,000 injection in my bank account would be great. But it would only be putting a Band-Aid on a problem I still need to solve. It would, it and, would like, get the truck off your hands. There are other ways to make money. Right? Huh? It, would, it would get the truck off your hands. The, you'd sell the truck. You'd be able to cover the, the difference in loan to, you know, cash. And then you'd start heading forward, pay off the IRS. But that without that truck sucking you dry month after month, financial life would be different. But I think the major problem is I need to find a job that can consistently upkeep my lifestyle. Hmm. Right, but you don't know where your channel is going to be at the time that you film. I don't, go, I don't see my channel around another year. I do. We just we just spent the. Uh, I think your of the channels... first half of the show talking about how you're gonna it's gonna be revitalized with this whole yeah weight dude thing. I think that the weight camp if you do it well you're gonna start gaining like a thousand subs a day yeah but what happens when I when the weight camp stops part two I don't know keep it up mm-hmm. keep doing vlogs They'll, they will like you they'll be hooked here's, by you here's, here's my thing I work really well with people I work really shitty without them. You know what, Wayne? I think what what'll mean? happen. Okay. Oh, you mean you're gonna you're gonna revert and start gaining weight after you? No, leave? no, 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 no. I mean, I mean, I mean, just that. Like when I'm in a public setting, like people, one of the biggest things people say to me all the time is like, "You're so happy and upbeat on painkiller already. Why can't you be that in your videos?" I need somebody to play off of. So then, get somebody to play off of. Like, Lefty just said, like, why are you happy in the armor videos with me and happy, but you're always, but you come over and back to your channel when you're ba- I'm bitter. Like, I just am. Like, I'm playing by myself, live streaming. I'm a bitter motherfucker. I mean, I can't stand it. 
Well, I've played Call, Call of Duty with you, too. I, it doesn't change. <laughs> wings alone versus Wings playing Call of Duty with people. Call of Duty's different. Call of Duty's different. He's right, so, know, yeah. so competitive. He, right. you know, It's not just good enough to win. He's got to destroy yeah, the Kyle, I'm a 400-pound man. If me and you had a foot race, I'd be competitive on it. <laughs> no, I no, would you, not win by what? any measure of the well, but I would want to try. Okay, fair enough. Right. But Wings, we'll, we'll, we'll lift wait, some wait, weights wait. when you get down here. You we'll know what I was thinking? I think perhaps Wings could be involved in a knife fight as part of the cardio. I don't know. Oh, I've got a man that'll knife fight you. We'll definitely get some of that in. I got multiple people who work with me who will help you uh, through a, through a couple different challenges. I was thinking about the taser. What do you got? I, the taser? So someone someone brought up the taser on the um, on the subreddit, and here are my concerns. Um, not I, I, I did. I said that I thought it might kill you because of your heart, but that's bullshit. Your heart isn't uh, damaged. It, it's it's on the road to being damaged, quite frankly. But you're right now, your heart is fine, I think. And uh, but what I said was I would be afraid that you would fall awkwardly, or you would you know strain yourself in a weird way and tear like a major muscle group and like be legitimately like bedridden for fucking four months or something, and then you're going to be 500 pounds. So I, don't, I, I, I will I think, shoot you yeah, with a taser. I think that's not a concern because I've been hit with a taser before and it did knock me down. With a taser or a stun gun, Wings? Like, did they touch it? Yeah, I don't know which one it was. Did they shoot it, it at black, you? black and it had electricity. It goes back and forth across it. And they just touched you with it, like with a handheld device? They, they stuck it in the back of me. Like yeah, right yeah. okay. So what I'm talking about is a taser. It launches two barbs at you. Um has about a range of about 30 or so feet. They attach to you because they go into well, your skin. What we do, okay, what you do is you give, you basically take two belts, you tie me up against the wall, and you shoot me in the back with it. You no might problem. die. You might, like, hang yourself. And so, I, you can lay on the ground, I guess, and I can shoot you in the butt. Uh, I'm, I'm happy to do that as long as you sign a waiver. But <laughs> It's a service he offers, butt shooting. Yeah, you, yeah I'll, I'll totally <laughs> shoot you. I, 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 I can probably get a cop to let me borrow his X-26, if not, I'll have to go. Uh, if there's enough, if there's enough money donated, we'll buy a legit police taser. If not, I got to shoot him with what's called, quote unquote, the jogger. Now, the jogger is this thing for women. It looks like a women's shaving razor, like an electric one, and it's pink. And when you shoot it, the idea is you shoot the bad guy who's fucking with you while you're jogging, and then drop the taser device because this guy has barbs with wires in him now. And it electrocutes him for 15 straight seconds while the woman has plenty of time to run away. The problem is that's 15 seconds of pain rather than five that you get per trigger pull on an X-26. It's, it, they call it riding, uh, riding the, what do they call it? Riding lightning or something like that. It's like hell. My friend literally described it as what he thinks hell is like. It's, it's really brutal. Hmm. Now, but you you seem to think that you have some sort of X Men type immunity to it, and I would be happy to prove you wrong if you're up. I have X Men type immunity to it. I have, just think, I have a very high pain threshold. Pain's not uh, a factor at all. Why isn't pain a factor? Because you're not falling and being incapacitated due to the pain involved. You're it's a uh, full. Uh, Neuromuscular incapacitation. You know, the way that your body works is your brain sends electric signals to the muscles. This is completely sending that signal haywire and just jamming lots of voltage into all those receptors. You're twitching and doing and tensing up and 
Um, I saw one where they, they shot a, a girl and she like grabbed one of the guy's nuts who was standing there propping her up, you know, like gripped super hard, <laughs> but like, you know, and, the, and, and, you know, both her and the guy afterwards are just like, Oh God, that was awful. You know, it's, uh, people do weird things when they get tased. And there are videos out there of, there's this black guy who gets shot in this one video and he's like literally unfazed. He in fact looks at the woman he was having an argument with and goes, you gonna pay for this bitch? Something like that, like like like, like in a calm voice. Like I've, seen a, I've, going I've on. seen a I've seen a guy get tased twice, pull both of them out of his chest, and then beat the cop's ass. I I haven't seen that, and I would if if the taser. You have works, seen it because I linked it on Painkill already. It's like number twenty six. Oh wow, we need to go and PK a historian. I I just remember seeing that awesome mall cop guy tase that mother. When the kids were being ridiculous and calling him a fag and trying to hit him and stuff, and then she <laughs> tried to hit him, and kids then he like just, oh, really? Bam! Do you guys need a whole just... new topic? Well, yes, I'm, sir. Reason, the reason I'm thinking the superhuman strengths there is because you're not... The, I have a lot of fat. <laughs> I, I, do, yeah, I don't, does fat act as an insulator? Like, I mean, it, it, it's got to get a lot through a lot of fat to get to the muscle. I don't know. I don't know how that works. The fat might play a part in it, but it's still gonna drop him like a bad habit. I mean, it's gonna fuck you up. I bet I could shoot a bull with this thing and it drop his ass. I, I, I can. I can. I can let I you speak to fuck me up, so I can put it on YouTube with like a gorilla link and make me some money. All right, fine. I'll shoot you. <laughs> I'll, I, look, look, dude. We'll, if you want to, we'll use we'll use all the less than lethal things you can think of. I'll shoot you with a beanbag round. I'll pepper spray you. I'll tase you. I'll stun you. I'll hit you with pepper balls. I don't care. I got toys. <laughs> <laughs> yep, there's nothing you can do to me. I haven't done it myself already. Woody, can you... Uh, the government shutdown, did we want to talk about that? The federal government shutting down? I would like to talk about it. All right, go ahead, Wings. Let's get us off on this bitch. All right. I find it amazing that I live in a country which I support so wholeheartedly with industry and everything else. I'm one of the most like patriotic people you can you can probably find. You know, most of my family history comes from the military and things like that. But somehow we've managed to have mice sneak into the White House and we have this whole government run by fucking imbeciles. You have a situation in the White House right now where you have one party holding off on balancing the budget or renewing the budget to stop another thing from going through. This right here screams that somebody's been paid off by Big Pharmaceutical, and the only people that are taking effect of it is the working man. How many babies right now don't have WIC? How many people on disability won't have their checks to buy their medicines because these guys want to line their own fucking pockets with pharmaceutical money to push Obamacare down? How many people of those 800,000 will miss their house mortgages this month? How many banks will take advantage of this? How many homes will be foreclosed? I don't think because it, some guy wants to better himself. So you're what you're saying that because the government shut down, some people won't be able to pay their bills and they might lose things. Yes. Well, I, I, missing one payment's not going to do the trick, and this thing's going to be straightened out within a, within a week or two. The problem is this. No, it won't be. It, it, correct me if I'm wrong, anybody, but the way it looks to me is people say this is a do nothing Congress. But I think they're doing exactly what you sent them there to do. If you think about it, the people who, 
they're representing the people who elected them, their constituents. If 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 everyone in North Carolina sends this Democrat to the Senate, let's just say, and he has run on a, on, on a certain platform, and that's the platform they supported, he has to stay with that. He can't say, well, if we're going to do this and that, I've got to do this. He can't, or, or he's not going to get voted back into office. On the other side of the coin, the Republican from Texas has to, re- has to represent his constituents. He has to say, well, no, no, my people don't want this other bullshit, and we're, we can't move on this issue. This is what we ran on. So yeah, both sides, but in that case, you fight on that issue. You don't take another issue and use it as leverage to push the yeah, issue that you want to fight on. That I agree with you on things like they, they should never hold up, um, you know, you know things like parks and services and all and, and all the things that are shut down. You might, right you now. might say you, you just told me you might it might be you know a, a one month payment won't hurt you. Look, missing a missing a fucking week of wick and a baby might die. I don't know what WIC is. WIC is a uh, is it buys baby formulas for people with sub income that can't afford to feed. There's nobody. There is no one out there who, whose baby's going to starve because they're a, a week late. It's just not going to happen. You, There's I, stuff I, out there though. Like I know there are kids who are supposed to be entering cancer drug trials who are being delayed their cancer treatment because of the government shutdown. Like that is a thing. That's a thing. Um, it it's kind of a localized thing. I think there's like a dozen people impacted by this and they're using it, they're kind of grandstanding with it, but it's a real thing. It's a real thing. Yeah, what about people that already are behind and they're just kind of like edging by and maybe what if they're two months behind on their house and they're waiting on their, you know, I don't know, military you know, disability check to maybe skim by and, and make a re- re-deal with the bank. The fact is, you're shutting down the country because you want to make a point and it's stupid. If you did any job in the fucking United States with the, this kind of mentality, you would be broke. You would be bankrupt. You would be shut down, and nobody would have pity for you. That's true. But I you saw. Don't want to get on ABC News and say, "I don't care. We're winning. We'll ride this out as long as we want to." Yeah, I saw. I saw um, something on Reddit that uh, uh, I believe it was an editorial or a blog of some kind said that the Republican Party is quickly turning into the anti-Obamacare party, not the fiscally conservative party they are so ideologically opposed to obamacare republicans that is that any any opportunity they have to oppose it they will and they will try to leverage any and every um point they have to try to derail uh, Obamacare or the Affordable Health Care Health Care Act I, I are they are they they're different things right no the same thing oh they're the same thing they're just yeah. okay I thought they were. I, um, Obamacare is the nickname for it. Right, right. But and, and you know that's kind of the case because at some point your strict adherence to your ideology is negatively affecting other people. And and you know voting for your constituency, okay. But there are a lot of government workers in the in the districts that are being furloughed. That these congressmen represent, or congresspeople, excuse me. I'm going to say congressmen, whatever, screw it. Men, deal with it. Um, and it's so, okay, well, yeah, you've got to protect your constituency by going against Obamacare, but at the same time, you're voting to furlough all these government workers. That How many people does the government employ in our economy? It's a, it's a significant number. And a lot of those people are furloughed. And NASA Mars missions are now possibly going to be de- completely derailed, not 
curiosity. I learned, I talked about it on my show, um, but I, I learned later that a, a subcontractor actually runs the Curiosity rover on Mars for NASA, technically. So they're a private corporation under contract with NASA, so they can run Curiosity. But NASA, they're, they're, the windows they have to plan all these missions, there's nothing else coming down the tubes, going to Mars or creating new propulsion systems or, or, or looking at figuring out the science of how to intercept an asteroid and keep an Earth-killing asteroid away from us. All those things have stopped. And you're... For what? Because you don't like Obamacare. Okay. Aren't there other avenues to do it? Aren't there other avenues to try to fight Obamacare? And fucking two weeks ago, we were about to bomb Syria. Now we ain't got no money. Fuck you. <laughs> That's, I didn't even put those together, but you're right. You know, we were just about to... And the Republicans were all for it. Yeah, let's start another war. Outstanding. God, I love war. It's like football, right? This is my favorite thing. Root, root, root for the home team. Another goddamn war. Oh, do you see their building blow up? That was a good bomb right there. And now they're like, ah, no, no, no money. No money. Got to shut the whole thing down. Can't do anything. No cash. It's crazy. I like to, I, I, guess. My, I bet taxes come out my motherfucking paycheck this month. I know for a fact because I just paid them cocksuckers. Yeah. <sighs> No, they may be shut down, but they'll still take your they'll still take your money if you're you're paying. Like, okay, that's whatever. But uh, but it really, I mean, I okay. The government shut down. My big question: Did the NSA shut down yet? No, that's more important to me. That's a bigger issue than furloughing workers that are going to get or or. Asking some government uh, employees to work without pay that they're going to get back paid and they're going to get double time or time and a half for that the the, the NSA stuff is a whole lot. More. I think that was a big deal. It's just you know we're speaking relative terms here. God, I hate the NSA. Right, and you guys, I'm, I'm getting a little robot-y for me. Uh, I guess lefties moving, we're okay, I guess. But but you're getting a little slowy mm-hmm. down for me too. We're back. Uh, we're, We're back. Okay, good, good. Um, I mean, the, God, the, like, I can't think of a time in history when the United States was so adamant about spying on its people. Like, there, it just seems like there's massive programs under there to gather everything we're saying and doing all the time. If you go back in history and you replace email with paper mail or snail mail, if you want to call it that, they were protecting it. It was like a federal violation to mess with my mail. You can't grab stuff out of my mailbox. They will send you to federal pound you in the butt prison, you know, if you grab my mail out of my mailbox. If you mess with the post office, it's a really big deal. Like they take that super seriously. But things went electronic and now it's all of a sudden, you know, what? You don't like me looking at your mail? Well, you hiding something? It completely flipped around and turned into them. I don't know, invading constantly. I, I, I relate yeah. it to Napster. I mean, music, st- burning CDs was a big deal until they became yeah. MP3s, and then stealing music became less offensive. I remember the days of Napster when I first discovered that thing, and they were like, yeah, basically everything you could ever want is here. It's free, but don't get caught because they'll fuck you up real bad. And I'm like, all right, they'll never catch me. I don't care. This is my parents' internet. They're not going to fuck with a 16-year-old for stealing a lot of Green Day music <laughs> and, like, random porn. So... I was always on Napster, and all you had to do was like click the box where you you know you don't share, I guess, and you're all good because they I don't think they minded so much when you downloaded stuff 
as, nearly as much as if you were the one who was sharing it. That's what how it seems to me. It's I guess it's it's almost like in those situations where marijuana has been in some sort of weird way decriminalized in an area where oh yeah it's totally fine to buy it dude we'll write you a ticket but if you sell it we'll fuck you in the ass. Yeah, decriminalization is is weird in that respect. But I when did it become a thing? I've seen this argument made a few times and I'm sure in the comments people will make it here. When did it become a thing that you don't have a reasonable expectation of privacy when you're on the internet? When is that a thing? It, it happened without our knowledge apparently like five years ago. Right, right. Like, but the, that, that's when it was a thing. It used to be that that, that they were like, you know, everyone tell you that no, 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 this shit is encrypted on a level that's beyond human comprehension. Nobody cracks this shit. Not the Chinese, mm-hmm. not the U.S. No one knows how to do it. It's it's so many digits. It's it's done in such a way. No one gets into this shit. Your your email is super secure, dude. And you're like, oh wow, that's crazy. It's cool. They built a system around this whole interface that's just foolproof. Meanwhile, our government's been doing these. Side deals and through intimidation with 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 you know things, people like Google and Microsoft to get inside your shit and and you know get around that stuff. They've been forcing people to give up their encryption keys. And and the the argument for why that isn't illegal is that oh you don't have a reasonable expectation of privacy on the internet. But why not? Why wait? Hold on a second. Like you said it, Woody. If you replace email with snail mail, there is no difference between email and snail mail. In in the in the cognitive sense, because you are trying to communicate with another private entity when you when you snail mail, but you you are not responsible for sending that piece of mail to that person. You don't bring it to them. You send it to the post office. You give it to the post office. They hear it's sealed. Send this to that guy over there. Now the post office themselves don't even handle it all the way through. They've got deals with. Um, Fed, with even FedEx and UPS and airlines where they shove the mail into the bottom of, of airliners that don't have a lot of baggage and that the, the, the infrastructure for the USPS is, is larger than, than just the USPS. So there's people that you have no idea are touching your mail, handling it, moving it from one place to another that you never, cause when you hand it to the USPS, you say, hey, United States Postal Service, you are now responsible for this. But they hand it off to an American Airlines baggage handler or mm-hmm. a UPS guy. But you still have that reasonable expectation that that mail isn't getting read just because it's handed off to it. So if my Veri- you know, if you've got a Verizon IP address and it's contacting some other network, a Google DNS server or whatever, to send email through servers... To another person, how is that any different in the legal, in, in just in that sense, in the logical sense, from snail mail? It shouldn't be. It's you not have different a reasonable at all. expectation. Yeah, no, you should totally expect your electronic communication the same privacy that your land-based communication. But has, the huh? terrorists, Woody, the terrorists. Mm-hmm. You know, they're everywhere. They call. Let me just say this: there aren't any fucking terrorists, and the ones there are are fucking knuckleheads that can't pull shit off. Not in this country. Yeah, you see horrible things happen in other countries. We got it locked down tenfold. We talk about our military spending being, you know, eight times the rest of the world or whatever the hell it is. Our homeland security is ten times stronger than it needs to be. It's Mm -hmm. encroached upon so many of our rights just to squeeze out that one in ten billion possibility that some other motherfucker is going to strap a bomb to their underwear. That shit ain't happening, and it didn't work the first time. The biggest threat we have to homeland security at the moment 
Infinity sedans. Absolutely. <laughs> no one is They're coming to get you. Look, if there was an organ, think about this. If there was an organized, in, uh, in intelligent movement to to fuck with us, it would happen because it's just so fucking easy to do that two dumbass college students in Boston with hardly any education pulled it off. They went and spent a, one of them spent a few months abroad, learned how to make a pressure cooker bomb, which you could have made. With instructions from Google, don't do that. By the way, or they'll come check up on you. And yeah, and they they were the our biggest terrorist attack in like since nine eleven almost. It, it was it was huge and blown out of proportion. It's it, the shit doesn't happen. If there were bad guys in turbans out there who were intelligent, like some sort of evil dictator who's who's out there coming up with these schemes to fuck with us, then there'd be trains blowing up. There'd be water. Um, getting contaminated. There'd be pipelines exploding. There'd be uh, ele- uh, electric grids going down. There's only like water three electric grids in the whole country of the United States. Mm-hmm. The water like, it's like east, west, and Texas. Yeah, Scarecrow would have his shit all up in your water supply. You'd be Absolutely. seeing all kinds that, of crazy stuff. That's the way to affect a lot of people, the water supply. Right. But I mean, I, I don't. I don't want to get on into possible ways. Yeah, let's to, not talk about you know. Let's because they're listening. This the science is going to be took out of high school. <laughs> I'll say this: if you're worried, airport security is a big thing, right? You got to pat people down because you got to make sure you're not a terrorist. And the NSA idea of well, to know that you're not a terrorist, we need to surreptitiously to know that we shouldn't be reading your email. We need to read your email to make sure we shouldn't be reading it. But. Um, Okay, airport security, you got to pat everybody down, pat everybody down, make sure they don't have whatever, all kinds of things that can hurt you. All right, fine. You want to make that argument because now, now everybody's got to be safe. Those planes still land, right, at airports. And airports are in usually densely populated areas, sometimes even in, in large cities. Now, when a jet plane lands, it's not just like, bam, it's not a steep angle of approach. It's more shallow. So those planes are flying really, really low. For a good period of time, and when you're when you have an airport in a densely populated area, the airport ends, and then there's public rights of way. There's streets, there's roads that can be accessed by anybody that may want to do anything. And then you have planes flying low, trying to land at this airport right here, right over these these rights of way. So how safe are you really? If people really wanted to do things, how how far away are you from from that all those bad bad things. You could totally shoot, you could totally fuck an airliner up in one of those positions he's describing, where they're landing low or taking off low, and they're in that really slow, almost stall speed. They're they're, they're a gigantic sitting duck, and there's weapon systems that could be acquired by a citizen that would, you know, do damage. But no infinity one does sedans. that because no one's infinite. They would launch an infinity sedan, a high capacity infinity sedan. Mm-hmm. And they, that would be that would be game over. My my thing is, I just don't think there's anybody trying to fuck with us anymore. I think it's just bullshit, so they can keep bombing things. It's ridiculous. Nobody's fucking with us. You can't do it. There isn't a there isn't a war on terror. There's no ter- fucking. You can't win a war on terror. Just like you can't win a war on drugs. You can't beat you know an idea. There aren't any terrorists after us anymore. We killed them all, and then we killed all their sons and their sons and their sons. We've killed. Hundreds of thousands of these people who are supposed to be terrorists. They're not fucking with us anymore. They're done. The, the war was over like eight or nine years ago. Obama now won we're it. fighting people who are just, yeah, Obama, uh-huh. Obama won it. He did kind of win it. But the, uh, you know, the, 
the people we're fighting now are just people who are pissed off. It's that not the expect- we, we response I expected, damn it. Next door to <laughs> yeah, Obama, I mean, you know, it, if it, you put your closer in in the ninth inning, did he win the game? And the starter still gets the win most of the time. Yeah, I remember Bush being on that aircraft carrier with mission accomplished right over his damn shoulder. That's well, the day know. I knew. Mission accomplished. <laughs> <laughs> All right, now I will say this. At the time, if you don't remember, when he did that, the mission seemed to be accomplished. We had taken care of business, stormed in there. It looked like we were going to be out of there and the country was going to going to be cool within a month. It, it, it was a really it, it was right before the insurgency, right before all these people stormed in from Syria and Saudi Arabia and Egypt and Jordan and, and wanted to you know kill the great Satan or whatever. It was right before all that happened. At this point, all we had to do was beat Iraq's military, and that had been done handily. Mission was accomplished. A new mission came about that uh, soon thereafter, though, and George Bush did not accomplish that mission. And I don't think Obama necessarily did either, but he got us out of there because that was just a, a there was no winning Iraq through any means that our listeners would find acceptable. Now, could could Obama just please win Gu- Guantanamo Bay? Can we come on? He has won Guantanamo Bay. He's like, oh, they took him down there, and they're like, see, sir, it's really not that bad. We beat them with sterilized instruments, and this guy just told us where we could get a lot of oil. Really? <laughs> a lot of oil. <laughs> a lot of oil, you say? None yeah, of them we, even know what an attorney is, but who gives we a shit? To, We're in Cuba. We had to burn a lot of Korans, and we had to break all of his fingers, but apparently there's quite the stash of oil in Syria. Ah. I have a whole new topic if you guys are interested. We probably sure. need one. Let's let the Painkiller Already crew compile a list of ten essential movies that everybody should watch. Ooh. Essential movies. All right, these are essential movies. Don't you be slipping Waterworld in here, Wings. <laughs> I like Waterworld, but I've no, got I one like to start with. The Usual Suspects. Very, very good movie. V- lots of strong performances from really strong, su- normally supporting guys. Awesome fucking movie. Great crime movie. Alpha Space. Hmm. I'm gonna go with probably my. Okay, yeah. right, I'm gonna put Office Space off to the side. Yeah, I'm not. I'm not signing on to Office Space just yet. How about Casino or Goodfellas? Goodfellas, I'd sign off on. I feel really? like if you watch Goodfellas, you pretty much. I like Casino better. I think either either one of them work. I think if you watch either one of those movies, then you know, then you then you've got your Scorsese fix. You right. got your Italian gangster movie fix. Can I, can I put down Casino? Or what about The Godfather though? What about got, The Godfather Two? Overrated piece of shit. <laughs> I thought two was really good. I like the, I like the casino better than the Godfather. All right, all right, casino it is. But so far, we have the usual suspects, casino, and if we need a filler, office space exists. The Green Mile. That's a damn fine movie. I don't think I just don't see it as top ten. No, I don't even think it's a, a, the best Tom Hanks movie. I think if you want to if you want a quick top ten pick, just think of Tom Hanks's best movie. Oh wait, I have one. He's done like three of them that belong in there. Frankly, I mean, you got to put Forrest. Are you gonna put Forrest Gump in there, or Saving Private Ryan, or Castaway? Saving uh, I mean, Private Ryan, probably. No, I don't want to. Cause we're getting, we're going actiony. We're getting a lot of actiony. What about Toy uh, Story? Toy Story is not an essential movie. Toy Story is. It was good. Yeah, let's go and let's go and lace this down. Where the majority of our pop of our viewers are male, in the ages of fifteen Talk to thirty. Man, I'm giving you my point of view. <laughs> Saving Private Ryan, I think, belongs on the list. That was a really good movie. 
it was it was I really good. Just, just that not, not scene the where the sniper was arguing. Mm-hmm. Or no, what was he doing? It wasn't arguing. It was griefing or grumbling or about how he'd been misassigned, how his talents weren't being used. Yeah, properly. how he was given a god, how God had gifted him with the ability. Well, I figured God blessed me with a gift. You put me within one mile of Adolf Hitler with adequate wins. I end this war. And he's like, "Are you paying attention, Chesterfield? This is how you complain." <laughs> <laughs> Saving Private Ryan, I'm putting him on the list. Absolutely, I got that. Every every character in that is fucking strong. They got Ted Danson as just a random like yeah, I know, right? And right. he's and Ted Danson strong as fuck if you ask me. I like mm-hmm. Ted. Um, let's see. What about you? Got to put something Quentin Tarantino in there. So is it going to be Pulp Fiction or are you going one of these new ones like Bastards or Django? Bastards. You can't you can't you can't have Tarantino in there twice. He's like, he hasn't even made ten movies. No. Okay, for me it's Bastard or Django. Bastards, Inglorious Bastards. I in my in my vote would be Pulp Fiction followed by Bastards. My my vote would be Pulp Fiction because like I'm, really? I'm going based on this thing on this on this loan. I watch Pulp Fiction every time it comes on. I know, man. I watch it once a but, month. I was, I was sitting with my Lord's dad today. Bastards, we were, it's a once a year thing. Me and my dad sat today and quoted Pulp Fiction back and forth. Like like it's. And to me, uh, me, that's what makes a good movie. If you'll watch it any time it's on, no matter how many times you've seen it. Bull Durham? No. Bull, no, no, no. Bull Durham was a Buck, great movie. Bull, Bull, Bull Durham sucked ass. Well, Bull Durham's we, we're good. We're talking about Jaws. Jaws is a, is a quintessential movie. I'd throw Jaws in there. I'd be willing to put Jaws in top ten. We watched Jaws the other night, though. Watch every time it's on. When, uh... It's real cool. You just hear jovial, and all of a sudden oh, he's telling a story about the Spielberg. Spielberg is going to sneak in there a couple times, man. He's, mm-hmm. he's he might be one of the best directors ever. He's top five. He's just a badass. He's made some great movies. You, I mean, are we going to throw any of the easy ones in there? Anything from Indiana Jones? Any of the Lord of the Rings movies? Any of the Peter Jackson stuff? Did um, we pick Inglorious Bastards yet? I, you, we've got. We're waiting on Lefty. If Lefty says, I Pulp haven't seen. Fiction. I have. I've. I've seen Pulp if Fiction. You, I haven't seen either Inglorious Bastards or Django. I'm about to say, if you, if the words I haven't seen Pulp Fiction come out your mouth. Mm. No, 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 no. I've seen Pulp Fiction. <laughs> All right. So where are we? Is Pulp it Pulp Fiction? All right. Yeah, it's I'll, Pulp Fiction. I'll lose one. Just because I'm writing doesn't mean I win every argument. <laughs> Although it I, bet could. He, I bet I bet he really wrote it down. I bet he wrote down. <laughs> he's fast. got two lists going. He's got the Woody list. And he's got. It says Pulp about, Fiction. About American Beauty. Read, but... American Beauty's good. I didn't already... love that movie. And we've already got him uh, from Usual Suspects. What's the actor's name? Kevin Spacey. Kevin Spacey. Kevin Spacey. Wonderful actor. All right. Well, so far, we have Usual Suspects, Casino, Saving Private Ryan, and Pulp Fiction. Let's Silence of the quick, Lambs. Is this a quick list, or is this like the end-all, be-all? I fell all? asleep during Silence of the Lambs. Well, I mean, you know, the four of us are putting our heads together and trying to agree and on ten movies that we think down, are top which ten which worthy. We referenced early is a great movie. It's a great movie. It's, it's not top, top ten ever. I mean, heck, you know what? I might throw in one of the Batmans, one of the recent yeah. ones. Yeah, the maybe Batman the first one. I don't agree with the Batmans. With the second one. Any I of like. them. Old first with the second one. Second with Joker. Yeah, I'll, I'll throw the second one with the Joker in there. The Dark Knight, right? Dark Knight. Dark Knight can go top ten, and if you look on like IMB and uh, and like legitimate lists, uh, the dark that that movie gets up there in the top twenty five of all time greats every now and then, and in various lists. Shawshank Redemption. There you go. That's a good one. 
That's a winner. All right. First yeah, slower movie. Argument. It is a slower movie. Wrath of Khan. Khan. <laughs> None of the Star Trek's going to make it. That's more of a. That's more of a. A, a taste a kind yeah. of thing. Yeah. Look, look I like Star anybody Trek. Anybody will oh. watch. I like Star Trek movies more than most. I really like them, but I still don't. When I think of top ten, it should be great. It's a movie that anybody can watch, no matter how limited their movie experience is. You don't agree? No. I'm sorry. Uh, what movie did you say? I, 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 I think I anybody can watch Con. Anybody can watch Con and pick it up. That was why it's it's it's. Listen, it's the best of the original series movies. I mean, I like. No, the, I think the motion the picture gets a bad rap. It, it was voted the best period by the fans, which really pissed off J.J. Abrams. He's not making the third Star Trek movie because you fans are a bunch of cocksuckers. Really? Keep bitching about the lens flare. Now you're going to get a shitty third movie. He's not making the third one? No, he's done. He said he's out. The fans were shitty. They fucked with him about the lens flare, and they they, they gave him shit about the second movie. They said it was some mindless action drunk thing like Michael Bay, and now he's not going to make a third movie. Well, first good, of all, good for him. Second, fuck you, fans. <laughs> Dude, the, I thought the second Star Trek, um, this I thought the newest one was my favorite of was, all of them. I, I felt like it was the best, and here's why. I thought so, the last two were the best two. I don't know which was better. Were. I might mm-hmm. have liked the. I might have them in reverse order as you. I might think that the last one was the second best. So the reason I think this the, the this latest Star Trek Star Trek Into Darkness is the best Star Trek movie ever made is because it it it's completely different because it's this alternate timeline which if you can't get on board with you're a lost cause. And second of all, it it, it brought back this familiar character of Khan and it, it reimagined his his whole story and his whole genesis. And while it didn't really make any sense, let's let's get real. If you really think about why would they put all those super soldiers in the missiles? They never explained that. They were just in there, frozen in missiles. It didn't make any sense. But that's what they did. I'm not gonna argue with that. His whole plan was kind of bullshit. This this whole elaborate scheme to get all the high-ranking star fleet officers in one room so he could take him out. Then he shoots at him with some sort of super-advanced hovercraft that could warp him to the other end of the, the galaxy, and yet he only shot one guy. It, it, there were some issues, but I still liked it. I liked it a lot. I liked the whole rapport between Kirk and Khan and how they had to work to get, uh, together, even though both of them knew that the other one was going to double-cross him and they were planning their own double-cross. I liked it. I liked when the... What I really liked is when they were flying through the space rubble in those space suits. Me and Woody were sitting next to each other watching this thing in the theaters, and we were like, this is just like in Dead Space where I crash into that shit over and over. (laughs) It was. was. Kirk's much better at Dead Space than me. Dude, it was a really, really good movie. It was strong. I I understand where J.J. Abrams is coming from. You know, fans that actually like him are criticizing him, probably thinking that in their warped... You know, complaining about lens flares too much that they're somehow helping them make better movies when they're really taking a tiny little piece of what they don't like and focusing on it. I'm like, JJ, don't you get it? I love you. I, I love 99% of that movie. Well, say that, jackass, because now I don't want to make videos for you. I don't, I don't care. Make Cloverfield too. <laughs> so, so, all right, so back on track. Usual We're suspects, Casino, Saving Private Ryan, Pulp Fiction, Batman Dark Knight, Shawshank Redemption. One, two, three, four, five, six. How do you feel about the Unforgiven? Um, Inception. Ooh, Inception's no, really good. way better than Inception. Inception. Once you watch that Google Talk, I know we've mentioned on PKA before, 
where the guy spends 45 minutes explaining just how deep it is, yeah. Inception becomes an amazing movie when you fully understand it. I, If you haven't seen that Google Talk, you don't understand Inception. But is Inception the best Leonardo DiCaprio movie? I think it no. is. No. I know you're a Titanic fan. <laughs> I am. Literally. <laughs> Titanic was a better movie than Inception. Inception <laughs> This is supposed to be guy talk. How did Wings get here? <laughs> I mean, like, look, look at, look at the other movie. What was that movie where the guys create a, a time machine in their fucking garage? Primer, oh, I think. Primer. You're of. Primer. That movie's deep. I mean, it's good. Dude, I am hardly smart enough to watch Primer. God damn it! I, watch I have two college degrees and I have a master's in engineering, and I have to go to the Wikipedia page every time to help them to help me understand what's going on in that movie. It requires I, multiple viewings. I have multiple viewings in it. I've seen it three or four times, and it's just hard. It also requires a firm grasp of grasp on astrophysics and the space-time continuum. Yeah, and, and, <laughs> like, I, I was sort of thinking, like, how can we have a top eight without Eastwood? I mean, you got to either have Unforgiven or Million Dollar Baby. So okay. Eastwood, Eastwood has made a lot of good movies and a lot of really good movies, in my opinion. I, if I had to name his one great movie. Um, Unforgiven and Million Dollar Baby are definitely at the top. I'm trying to think if there's anything else. Um, that that Gran Torino was a really good movie, but the I, I Inception goes in, in my opinion, though. Let's let's stay on track before we get to Eastwood. Yeah, Anybody else? I, I don't. No, like I don't. Inception. I don't disagree. It's too hard with of a film to follow. It's really really hard to watch on the first go through. It's a film you got to watch two or three times to even grasp. I wa- I right, but every time watch. you rewatch it, you find things that you didn't watch before. Yeah, it, you didn't notice before, and it just like Pulp Fiction. If you, I watch, have you seen the Google Talk Wings? I have not seen the Google oh. Talk. I don't care because I don't want to watch Inception so again. So let me let me say this, Wings. One one, there's a song that that repeats itself throughout the video. It's this French love song that reminds me a lot of the French love song that was playing at the, toward the end of Saving Private Ryan. But anyway, they, they they use that same song for like all the music in the in the video. That that the crazy reverberation thing is just that song slowed down really slow. And it's it's little intricate details like that. And there are dozens of details, much, even more complicated and mind blowing than that about the movie. It's dude, it, really that deep. movie is so amazing. I did not fully appreciate it. it when I was in high school. I read Animal Farm. And I thought, ah, oh, this is a nice book. And my teacher said, there's a couple different ways to read Animal Farm. You can read it like someone who does, who's uneducated and think it's just a funny book about pigs and animals and stuff. He's like, or you can recognize its parallels to the Soviet Union Civil War. And he lays it all out for you. The horses are the workers. The pigs are this. The farmer is the first you know, ruler, this and this. And it was like, wow, I thought this was a good book. But now that I understand how it runs parallel to this revolution in Russia, it's a great book. And that's how I feel about Inception. I watched the movie at a simple level and thought, ah, this was a good movie. I understand it. couple of levels, this and that, kind of confusing on the ring. And then you watch about the movie. Then you become educated. Then you understand its parallels and you're like, wow. This is not a good movie. This is a great movie. I understand movie. what you're saying. Exactly understand what you're saying, but I don't think that makes a good movie. Look at Pan's Labyrinth, for example. Pan's Labyrinth is a multi-tiered story that never tells you that it's a multi-tiered story. Mm, it's okay I, I, in, in, in what way? Because I'm familiar. Well, well, 
Pan's Labyrinth is a it has two stories running parallel. You have the little girl in Pan going through the magical kingdom doing, you know, what she has to do, and then you mm-hmm. have the the maid fighting the revolution against the you know, the rich guy. Yep. Uh, yeah. What it but what it actually is is the little girl never exists in the movie. She is a figment of the imagination to tell the baby in the movie about her father. Spoiler alert. Mm-hmm. Uh, um, I guess, uh, yeah, I guess it's an interpretation of it. Yeah, I can see that. That's what, what the director, the director was on record and said that's what the movie's oh, about. What is it, Guillermo del Toro? Guillermo del, del Toro, something, yeah, something like, like that. that. All right, so what yeah. about uh, what about Fight Club? Ooh, Fight Club, that's, that's another movie. Uh, that, that goes over and says. Can I offer up two of my own? Sure. The Matrix and one of the Back to the Futures. I like those. Mm-hmm. I, I mean, offer up for. I don't know the Matrix. I don't think it's it's it was really groundbreaking. I don't know if the acting is 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 top tier for top ten. I think it's top twenty five. Yeah. What was the other one? Oh, Back to the Future. It was That's cute. Like put Memento on the top ten list. I'm not a big fan. I like Memento a lot. I like it too. I just don't I just don't know that it's top ten of all time. I. What I have written down so far is Usual Suspects, Casino, Saving Private Ryan, Pulp Fiction, Batman Dark Knight, Shawshank Redemption, and Inception. I like where we're going. What about anybody else Schindler's List fan? Eh. Not be another Spielberg movie on that. Spielberg's a, a beast, dude. <laughs> Spielberg could have yeah, three or four in there. Right? Got all kinds of Spielberg movies. Like Jurassic Park, in my opinion, would, would be on that list. But it's not a movie that will be on a lot of people's list. I'm Jurassic Park shirt today. I'd, I'd listen to a Jurassic Park argument, not Jurassic Park two. No, I'm, I'm talking about Jurassic it's Park. About right. like, I remember seeing that when I was Jurassic Park came out in '93, so I was Jurassic Park was a really good movie, and I feel like we should have something like that's a regular eight. movie, not an IQ test. That's, that's we, we are a little cerebral with it. Uh, I know, yeah. like the usual right, suspects so is really tricky. Fight Club as well. Fight yeah. Club is tricky. I didn't Pulp write that one down. Tricky. Uh, you didn't write that one down. I think it deserves it. What about seven? David Lynch does a lot of good Inception stuff. Inception is the seventh one. Wait, one, two, three. No, eight. seven, the movie. Yeah, oh, seven. Oh, God, that's a good seven. movie. Should I write it down? Yes, yeah, I'm, I'm good with that. Down. That's another if one, you though. Seven, you, you're, you're doing yourself an injustice. Seven. I'm a big fan of Alien. Um, yeah, Alien ooh, is I like the, the second Alien movie. movie. Aliens... Uh, so, so here's the thing about Alien and Aliens. Alien, Alien, the first one was directed by Ridley Scott, and it's a creepy horror movie. There's only one bad guy, and there's it's 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 all about shadows and being scary, and it's a horror movie. But Aliens is directed by James Cameron, the same guy who did Terminator. It's a fucking action movie. They're sending commandos in. It's firepower, giant aliens. They're two very different movies in the same they, universe, they, different styles, and they're you both. Know the funny thing is, Kyle. Alien yes, 3 was about that? David Lynch, the guy who did Fight Club. Alien 3 sucked dick. I, I don't care. I did not like <laughs> Alien 3. It sucked dick. It was so it was a dumb premise. Their heads. Yeah, were the men castrated on that on that prison? Was that the deal? Is that they why they're not raping the shit out of her? Everybody but the doctor. That's why the doctor tried to come up against her. Were they like castrated, castrated? Like they don't have they any were, desire? They were, they were medically, ca- like chemically castrated. All right. They had I a guess. penis, but they didn't use it. Damn. Somebody would beat her to death out of frustration. 
<laughs> she's literally on a prison planet with like the worst. The doctor worst. tried to get some, but you know, then then the alien comes in. The yeah, Alien I, Three laid a lot of laid a lot of ground rules down for the Alien series. Like it, it laid the, it laid the path for Ridley becoming part alien herself. It also laid the idea of like the alien takes place of what actually it kind of like goes into. Like an Alien Three, it was a dog. Like the, the spore hooked onto a dog, so it had like a little dog like alien. Yeah, so the, and and they they touch on that a bit in Prometheus as well. Mm-hmm. Where uh, the way that this that basically the, these aliens have come about because of a weird mixture of DNA and and some goo that 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 is like some sort of DNA restructuring thing. It basically takes whatever material it has and turns it into the meanest motherfucker it can. It's an interesting it's it's an interesting series. I don't know. I, I, I would probably put Alien or Aliens in my top ten, but I don't know if it belongs in the real top ten. I, I, put, I put Aliens as a series instead of just one movie. I, I would. I think Aliens is probably the better one, but I, but I would stick it at like number thirty, forty, fifty, something like that. Um, Requiem of a Dream is a good movie, but it's not in top ten. That's for a me. drug movie. It's not very fun to watch. Full Metal Jacket's a good one, not top ten. Bravehearts. Mm. Fear and Loathing in Las Vegas. Hey, let's do an epic movie. A Braveheart, a um, Lord of the Rings. Like uh, 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 2001 a, a Space Odyssey is pretty damn good. It's the only movie Kubrick did a good job in. If you I'm ask too me. young for that. I don't know. I hardly remember Who it. Who Full Metal Jacket, Kyle? I didn't like the second half of Full Metal Jacket. How about Clockwork Orange? I hate that no, movie. That, I, I just thought that movie's overrated. It's just a regular violence like movie. Die Hard. But Die Hard is a movie that I watch every time I see it. Should mm-hmm. we have a popcorn the series movie on the list? The series was so bad after like the first one. Scarface. Fargo. Good movie. The Big Lebowski. Oh, oh, no Country for Old Men. No Country for Old Men. Is that a top ten? It is for me. Unforgiven. Corbin McCoy. No Country for Old Men probably has the best acting scene ever in a movie in it. Good Is it the one with the coin flip? Yes, yeah, the, the coin flip. God, I still want to see like a sequel to No Country to Old Men. Ah, oh, everybody does, man. That was a Antoine Chigar is one of the scariest motherfuckers that's ever been put on the screen. That guy's yeah. a complete sociopath. Awesome. You, and he's well armed. I'll tell you another movie I'd like to see happen. I'd like to see Jules' character become like the uh, the monk walking across the wor- world. Yeah, man, that's 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 an FPS Kyle uh, idea right there. Turning, taking the character, taking the character of Jules, Samuel L. Jackson's character from Pulp Fiction, and making a, a movie right now, where you know he's old as fuck and he's been walking the earth like Cain, just as he said he would at the end of Pulp Fiction. And what does he do? I don't know. He gets him, he, he's he, an old he, motherfucker, he but he's, film, he's like, I do what old motherfuckers do. I figure the way I see it is like I don't know. He's he's on his journey and. He ends up in some town, and he ends up. The storyline doesn't have to be 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 Tarantino esque. He could just run into some bad people. He could just he could be befriended by some family, and then the whole town's under yeah. the grip of some yeah, evil like oil tycoon who's like trying to run them all out to frack the area. That'd be a nice modern day story for him. Be something like that, and then they fuck with him, and he breaks the big boss's nose, and then he ends up like a Steven Seagal movie. That's what they all are. <laughs> Just, like a just take, movie. take any Steven Seagal story and stick Samuel L. Jackson in it and, and make him jewels. Give him a bad motherfucker waddle in 1911 and send him on his way. Be a good movie. 
I, I, I picture him as like the fat Samuel L. Jackson from like um, Black Snake Moan. <laughs> yeah, I'd be cool with that. All right, so we we're still lacking a couple of movies here. I can name good movies all damn day. <laughs> we're not lacking that much, actually. Um, here, The Usual Suspects Casino, Saving Private Ryan. That's three. Pulp Fiction, Batman, Dark Knight. Dark Knight, that's six. Uh, no, that's... Uh, Pulp Fiction, Batman, Dark Knight, Shawshank Redemption, that's six. Inception, seven. No Country for Old Men, that's nine. The Rocky? Uh, Rocky? How about the Christmas story? Oh, fuck that shit. I hate that. No, wow. TNT's ruined that for yes, me. Yes, I learned my, learned my lesson. I hate that motherfucker. What's his name? Something Stewart? Uh, oh. Ralphie no, you, you, you're mixing accent. it up. So wait, I think um, Wings is talking about A Christmas Carol. Oh. I'm talking about A Christmas Story. You talking about the kid with the BB gun? Yeah, or the, the guy gun, the Red Rider. Uh, that's A Christmas Carol. Yeah, that's A Christmas Carol. A Christmas Story is um, it's is that it's a Wonderful Life or something? It's James yeah, Stewart. Yeah, you're absolutely. It's or a James Wonderful Stewart. Life. That's yeah. Kyle is talking about It's a Wonderful Life. Wings is talking about A Christmas Carol, <laughs> and nobody's talking about A Christmas Story. <laughs> and I am the movie genius of the group. <laughs> I just hate that movie so much. I hate that guy. It comes on every Christmas. It's oh, a it Wonderful Life. A Christmas Story. Oh, Wings is right. It's called a Christmas. Wings story. is right, yeah. Oh my What's God, a, Harry and the Hendersons. I remember this. What's a Christmas oh. Carol? That's a movie too, right? Yeah. Let me see. A Christmas Carol. It's, it was a TV movie in 1984. It was a Christmas Carol in 1938. Uh, I'm thinking maybe there is no Christmas Carol. Is it a Christmas Carol? It's a play, isn't it? Yeah, I think so. So, so. Right, that's what it is. That's what I mean. Like, I think how I can I have this a Hitchcock movie? Like, how about like Secret Window or Lifeboat? You know, I I like the was first. Was Lifeboat like, a Hitchcock movie? I didn't know that. Yes, it was. I like the uh, I like Psycho. I like. Um, have you heard of Lifeboat Wings? I didn't think you were that big a movie guy. I, I it was one of my challenges for you to go watch it because you didn't like anything in black and white. It's not ringing a bell. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just trolling. <laughs> I love Lightfoot. It's probably one of my favorite movies of all time. Lightfoot was a good movie, and it, held, it stood up. It stood up pretty much to the test of time. I thought the characters were kind of cliches of themselves. You know, like your your role is to be the panicky housewife, and your role is to be the rough, tough plumber. And and they just kind of what what you're not appreciating is this is the first time somebody ever done that. Yeah, I don't I don't give a fuck if it's the first time. I just care how well it's done. You know, if yeah, someone see, that does was innovative back then, yeah, I don't give bonus for innovation really. I, 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 I look at the quality. Alien is such a big movie because it was the first claustrophobic horror movie. Alien to me was a big movie because it the reaction that I had to it. Alien was big because um, they they didn't show a lot. Um, it wasn't until I like grew up and like started doing research that I actually knew what one of these aliens really looked like. Because you never get a good look at it. I wasn't sure what the what the legs looked like in the lower body. Because all you ever saw was its head and its mouth, and it was all covered in goo and slimy. They're pouring. It was astro. Uh, it was like it was sex lube. They were pouring all over those things. That's really? what was dripping around. That's what they're drooling. And uh, they're it, drooling astroglide. Yeah, they're drooling astroglide. 
Like that's what's dripping off them all the time. That's We've what all makes been them there, shine. right? Let's just say. <laughs> I have. I, I, I'll, I'll tell you this story with uh, with wet platinum. I've been in bed, and you know, we we you reach over and we grab the wet platinum, and, and normally you only need a little bit because that's just wet platinum for you. You only need a little bit. Yep. But I just, you know, I go to town. I've got that giant bottle. I've got the pump bottle at my place. So you know, I just start pumping away, and everybody gets covered in it, and it's a slippery ride, but it's a good time. There it is. We have room for one more movie. Harry Potter. I don't think so. You want to put Harry Potter over like a Schwarzenegger movie? Crash your enemies. See the drivel for you. Terminator 2 the lamentations of the women. Terminator 2 is not a top ten of all time to me. The Terminator is. No, Terminator 2 is way better than Terminator. I like Terminator 1. So there, I, I, I got to go into a little bit of Terminator talk. So I'll quickly say this. Have, have any of you seen the deleted scene from Terminator 3 in which they show like a... Um, they show the guys who made the Terminators having a discussion about their ad campaign for Terminators and Skynet and the drones. They're sitting in a boardroom watching. Oh my fucking god! It's so good. It's I can't give it away. I can't. I don't know. I, I guess we probably should make it a part of the show. But I gotta look for ter- look for Terminator Three deleted scene and uh, and watch that if you're out there. It, it's hilarious. You get to see where the voice of the Terminator came from and where the face of the Terminator came from because they were two different people. Tenth movie. I don't like Pirates of the Caribbean. I don't like Johnny Depp in general because he renounced his U.S. citizenship and went to France so they wouldn't look at his email anymore. What a pussy. Um, So... (sighs) Thinking, thinking... A great movie. I, I f- you want to stick a Western in there? You want to go Good, Bad, and the Ugly? That way you got Eastwood? I was going to go Unforgiven as a Western. The Unforgiven is my favorite. It's my favorite Western. Mine period. too. And, it, and it's always in my top ten. But Let, it's, let's it's not for everybody. The Unforgiven is a, is a movie that... <laughs> is it just the two of us right now? Wings disappeared and then Lefty Bank. Lefty's, uh, Lefty's having issues, uh, tech issues. You can see in the chat. He's talking to us about it. Wings is dealing with an intruder. Is he? No. How great would that be if he like oh. if like somebody if he was in a physical altercation and it like got brought into this room? He grabs the guitar <laughs> as a weapon. Knocks the, yeah, knocks the guy. How great would that be? I'm sorry, guys. My camera won't turn back on. So it's either I restart my computer uh, and try to do that, or I just stick with this, and I don't want to screw up the backup recording. Oh, right, right, right. So I guess we'll just stick with this. Yeah. I like this better. <laughs> no. So, what, what's that a picture of? Columbo, uh, right? Yeah, Columbo. it's Columbo. I never watched that show. How does Columbo fit Ben Regario? I don't know. I just like Columbo. I just had that picture. Okay. Right. I, I like it. It was like, oh, you got an icon, and I'm like, I don't know. I figured I don't know, like, if Google. Like wanted, I don't know because they, I, I don't know if they wanted an actual person in the thing. So I was like, here's this guy. Yeah. Um, so Unforgiven, that's our tenth. Yeah, what we have is The Usual Suspects, Casino, Saving Private Ryan, Pulp Fiction, Batman, Dark Knight, Shawshank Redemption, Inception, Seven, No Country for Old Men, Unforgiven. I feel confident that every movie on this list is awesome. Don't know that we haven't missed something just as good. Yeah, 
the the problem we, we had to leave the Lord of the Rings out and all the Peter the problem with Peter Jackson stuff and the whole Lord of the Rings trilogy and the Hobbit trilogy is there's three movies per thing and they're all made at the same time and I know some people prefer like the Return of the King over the others I like the first one I like that slow paced beginning where you get to see things progress from this like dream world that's like where the hobbits live to like the nasty side of Mordor and stuff I like the first one better but if you, if you were going to combine the three together, because they really are, you know, one giant epic movie, The Lord of the Rings would have to be in there. It, it, that would be in there. If you could take, like, because it's all one big story, it really is. The ho- All three Hobbit movies and all three Lord of the Rings movies are all the same story. Did you read The Hobbit? I haven't read any of that stuff. I, I've always I, wanted to. So The Hobbit's actually not a bad read. I read all of it, and uh, The Hobbit is a nice book. It, it flows. It's good. I liked it. The Lord of the Rings trilogy, oh my god, it's work to read that thing. Mm-hmm. The guy describes it in so much painstaking detail yeah. that eventually you're like, please move on, tell me a story. So so that guy, um, what's his name? Chi, is it Tolkien? Yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So he was a linguist, and from what I understand, before he wrote the, the stories... Uh, about the rings of power and the goblins and all that bullshit. First, he made the languages for each race. He spent time making... <laughs> there we go. <laughs> I love that celebration by Lefty. He took time to, to make up the language of the elves and the language of the dwarves and the, and the language of the orcs and all that crap. And it's and when you think about that, that these are legit languages that if you wanted to, you could learn and speak, and you know there'd be a dictionary behind it, it's pretty uh, amazing. Yeah, and so and he, but he stays with that kind of detail throughout. Like you know how many, how many wands there were, and how many wizards, and it was this age oh. and that age, and it it drones on. I've read excerpts, but I've he never describes the, book. the like gravel they're walking on in two pages, two pages of like gravel description, gravel talk. <laughs> And, and and like he'll describe that it's dark, dark, darker than dark, so dark you can't see your hand, so dark there's no moonlight, dark, 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 dark. And I'm like, I fucking get it. It's pitch black. Move on. Is for me, it's a slow book to read, but that's just me. Yeah, uh, but those are great stories. But like, you can't you can't shoot as can't count it as one movie. I guess uh, if you could, I would. Yeah, if it was one, I'd I'd probably drop it on there. Yeah, it's. I like that that I didn't really know any of those actors beforehand. Like like uh, the the people in Lord of the Rings were for the most part all I've seen them for the first time, and after that I wanted to see them in more movies. That was the kind of hey, series that launched a lot of careers. I, I mean, even one of the Hobbits was on Lost. Did you you haven't watched the great the Breaking Bad ending yet? Have you? I haven't. Oh. I, I I'm I I haven't. The last episode I saw was when Jesse was um, wearing the wire, and he was going to go talk to Walt, but he, he thought that bald guy was going to fuck with him. So he, it's he like, so Breaking Bad lost you. It has. So I, it, it, it feels like it's going bad for Walt, and I don't like that. I, I really I, – I always root for the the bad guy when they're in movies like this. Walt it's, is the kind of bad guy that I'm, I'm on board with. I don't want to see him lose. It's interesting that, like – Breaking Bad ended at just the right time, and I feel like it's so rare that a show ends when it's supposed to like this. You know, like, I did not want this season to be him yet again taking out another, even bigger, more international foe. 
right? Like the first time he takes out this local guy, the next time he takes out some slightly bigger guy, then he takes out Gus, who's like a national problem, and he takes a, like a local problem, a regional problem, he takes out a national problem. What next? Some international Czechoslovakian kingpin craziness mm-hmm. or Czech, yeah, I guess. It had run its course. Fl- uh, you it, were going to have to start suspending your disbelief. Right. You know, so this season's almost all about cleaning up loose ends. And, uh, I'm, they, and they ended it and they ended it pretty well. And I'm like, wow, I can't recall another show ending right on time. They always seem to go on too long. And the endings aren't resolute. They're not sufficient yeah, to. I, there's been a few things that, that ended poorly. Deadwood's won, but they had budget issues. I think they got canceled. That ended so pathetically. So bad. It didn't, uh, it, yeah. It, this is what Deadwood did. And I can tell you this without giving away anything. If you want to watch Deadwood, watch the first, I don't know, 57 episodes and skip the 58th. The last episode is bullshit, <laughs> and it's, it's literally, in my opinion, it looks to me like they were like, what, we only get one more episode? Well, shit, this is a five-story arc. All right, well, I guess just put everybody on a wagon. They look at each other mean, and then they leave town. How about that? No! You spent an entire season and really an entire series building this up. You had the, you had all these badass characters. The the baddest motherfuckers in the town had risen to the top. You had the ex-sheriff. You had the the Swearinger, whatever his name was, bit, uh, saloon owner, these bad motherfuckers. You had the guy running the whorehouse across the street. He was a bad motherfucker. And then you had this super rich gold uh kingpin guy that rolls into town and he's a super badass and at the end it was like all right we're all going to team up we're going to get rid of this 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 rich guy who's come into our town and fucked with us and you're waiting on this massive gun battle where you're going to get to see they don't shoot people very much they usually just kick the shit out of them but these guys the sheriff in particular is like on the level of some sort of wild west gunfighter with his gun you want to see him fight it out you want to see everybody die and literally they 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 just look at each other mean they get in wagons and they part ways, and that's the last episode. It's so terrible. It's awful, <laughs> and it's not a series that's afraid to get bloody either. This was the super super violent series. They're killing people off left and right all the time. They got no problem hacking a main character's finger off, or you know, yep. something crazy. Even a main but character. I love it when you kill a main character. They need to do always that good. all the time. Always good. Keep us on our toes. You know, it, it, don't do the Star Trek thing. Right? Don't do the Star Trek thing where the guy wears the red shirt and you know he's doomed and, but you know the main characters are fine. That's, yeah. you put them in peril, they're on deaths and the edge of death all the time, but the, And that, that is why Star Trek The Wrath of Khan is such a damn good movie. They went ahead and just killed Spock. They didn't care. They killed Spock. Mm-hmm. And, and everyone on that day and everyone part of the Star Trek universe, Gene Roddenberry, everybody at that point thought Spock was dead. There was no plan for the next movie we're going to bring him back. That was all bullshit, and nobody liked that except for the guy making the movie. They 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 were trying to kill Spock off. The you know the studio just wouldn't let it happen. Um, I'm trying but to yeah, main characters dying is good. Sopranos did it, did it pretty good. They 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 warm you up to a character for an entire season or uh, yeah an entire season like Steve Buscemi or somebody like that, and then they bump them off. And they do it bloody. They, you know, they shoot, shoot him in the face with a shotgun or something. <laughs> yeah, but the Sopranos didn't do their ending right. Their, no, their ending they was didn't. just awful. I, I don't understand that either. Just make us feel good. You, you come on. Why, why couldn't they kill just... Tony or show him getting away? That's it. 
Or show him getting arrested and getting charged with all these Rico predicates. The ending of The Sopranos reminds me of those pornos where the chick's got the guy tied up and she jerks him off until he's about to come. And then she, right as he comes, she just starts slapping the shit out of his balls, just ru- just ruining his orgasm. That's what the what end of Sopranos What kind of fucked was. up shit do you watch, <laughs> Motherless.com. <laughs> so, it, it, totally like that. It was just a, to- it, it was huge build up and, you know, it had been so good up until now and then, they slapped you in the balls two or three times, and you're like, what the fuck? Did my power go out? The screen went black. What happened? It's bullshit. But we're Real still shit. talking about it. I could have I could have written three three endings that were better, and the fans would have liked right better, one. too. Phil Leotardo, Phil Leotardo kills Tony. Game over. That would have been fine. Yeah, what if, what if Phil comes in, wastes Tony right there, and... Uh, Tony's daughter pulls out a gun that you didn't know she had, waste Phil, and you get the idea that maybe Tony's daughter is going to take over now. How hardcore would that be? Like a crazy twist at the end that Meadow was some sort of – she was – because his son's not. They've tested the son to see if he's the sociopath type as well, and he's not. He can't deal with it. Maybe the daughter is. What if What if Meadow was the sociopath in the family? That'd be cool. But what I really wanted Wait, to see – Wait, how did they test his son? Can you refresh my memory? Yeah, so – that was when he yeah, went to panic. try to kill Junior, right? Yeah, a couple times. So he has panic attacks, like his father, for one thing. Stressful situations knock him out. And uh, I have panic attacks, too. That sucks. And so his, uh, he went to go kill Junior with a knife, freaked out, couldn't do it. Also, he was running this little crime thing with his buddies selling drugs, and there was a guy who owed money, and they were gonna they burnt his toes off with acid, I think. And uh, you got a glimpse that maybe he was a little sociopathic there, but he just couldn't cut the mustard. There was a couple times. There was a scene where his... Uh, his girlfriend, this super hot um, Latina chick, um, is he's at her apartment, and these guys are downstairs being really loud and waking the baby up, and he goes downstairs to deal with it, and his way of dealing with it was giving them his bike in exchange for them leaving. Instead, so he paid them off rather than intimidate them. You know, he, he's that kind of guy. He's not Tony. He's not Tony's son. Well, he technically is, right? In a, in a fig, fig, yeah, yeah. Literally, he's mm-hmm. Tony's son, but he's, he's not Tony's son. He's not a... He's nothing like Tony. What I really wanted to see, Tony had been stashing that money in Russia forever. I wanted to see a scenario that involved the Russian in the woods in the Pine Barrens episode coming back for the finale in some manner. Um, Tony making his escape from the country, going for his money in Russia, and doing something there. I'd end it there. If, if the Russian kills him, whatever. If Tony kills the Russian, whatever. But I wanted to see Tony sitting on a fucking island drinking a Mai Tai and like calling his uh, calling his therapist on the phone or something like that. Hmm. I wanted him to get away. I felt like Tony deserved to get away. I really did. I, Tony didn't want to. Yeah, I, I really do. I feel like Tony was the vic- is the is the victim uh, in the. Do you remember when his therapist got raped? Yeah. Did mm-hmm. Tony take care of business on that like he's supposed to? No, that was the that no, was she the, wouldn't tell him. Yeah, she that was the him. that was the thing. She was it was really cool the way they did it for that episode, that arc where she was she was struggling with it internally and she knew that she could if she just had to tell Tony and he would be dead. That guy would be dead. But she had never up until that point accepted or made use of anything from Tony. She had always drawn that line of that professional patient um, uh, doctor, uh, ethical, all that stuff. She had never accepted anything, any gifts. She had never gone out to dinner with him. 
Um, she had sexual, uh, lustful feelings for him, never acted on them, even though Tony wanted to and she wanted to, and she kn- she couldn't bring herself to... She knew that she would be sentencing that man to death, and she wanted to, but she didn't do it. She yeah. should have. Totally should have. Been totally a great storyline. Right, how about this? She should have said, if, Tony, here's the thing. No, no, no. Can you make it slow? Can so you? I like... I like that episode's ending too good to change it. I, I want that episode to happen like that, where he's like, are you sure? Are you sure everything's okay? And she's like, yes. And, you know, that's the period on the sentence right there. That's it. You're, like, done. It's over. She's it, This isn't going to come back up. But what if it came up later? What if somehow it came up and, and it, it, the beans got spilled, you know, maybe, uh, maybe Tony's private investigator buddy or something mentions that, oh, yeah, sorry, it hurt. She got raped. Yeah, she got raped. Let the kid go scot-free. And he's like, what? What the fuck? And, you know, he finds out that way, and then he takes care of business. Just to give us that feeling of, yeah, mm-hmm. let's go fuck that, mother- that motherfucker out. Let's go get him. Because Tony would have taken him apart. It would have been great. But they didn't do it. They didn't, give it th- they didn't give that to us, and they didn't give us a good ending either. And I hate that. When you fuck us with the ending, they, they always want to get artsy because they know everybody's watching. They want to... They want to end the series with something that makes a statement instead of just making their real fans happy. <laughs> you know, the 10 million of us who tuned in every night want to see a good ending. Don't put on a show for those extra 3.9. Oh, write your own ending. It just goes because you don't know. Because I didn't I didn't have the balls to write a real ending, David Chase. Yeah, I, <laughs> I hate that. And, and, and what I really hate is when they do stuff like that. Quentin Tarantino has literally said, he's like, look, it, I don't like uh, taking people's, um, you know, I don't like taking people's ideas for how they think my movies ended away from them. But if you want, if you think that that was Marcellus Wallace's soul in that briefcase, then yeah, it was. And you were like, holy shit, yeah, we we all thought that, and we've always wondered what it was, and yeah, we were right, we were right, and he and he gave that to us. But mo- I don't think most directors would do that. They always want to keep it some secret, and you almost feel like. I don't think he's as deep as as we think he is, and he's just pretending like he doesn't he doesn't want to give us the answer because there is no answer. Wings, what do you think? It's been like thirty minutes since you said anything. A thing about what? What's in Marcellus <laughs> Wallace's briefcase? Sure. It was gold, so necklace of some sort. It was Marcellus Wallace's soul that he had sold to the devil. The most and beautiful Jules thing had, in the world. They had to go get it if back from these guys. he sold his soul to the devil, why was he getting pumped in the ass like two hours later? Because he sold his soul to the devil, then he stole it back, I guess. But <laughs> they, uh, the lock on that briefcase is 666. Nobody ever says what's in the briefcase. They just look at it and say, is that what I think it is? It's beautiful. And then, then they open the case. He says, are we happy? Oh, yeah. We're happy. Every time somebody looks in this thing, they're like, whoa, what is this? It's either plutonium or the man's soul. Tarantino has said it's his soul. He said it was his soul? Yeah. But it could just be a standard MacGuffin, right? Just a, everybody wants this. It, I don't need to tell you exactly what it is. It Suffice it to say, everybody in, this, in the universe of this story desires this thing and would want it and would kill for it, and it's important. That's the idea of a MacGuffin. I don't have to explain it. I'm not mm-hmm. going to show it to you because showing it to you 
because then you'd you'd be like, well, is it really that important? Like a yeah. bar of gold. Is the bar of gold really that important? For people don't know. A MacGuffin is just the Hollywood thing people are chasing. It can be the Ark in Raiders of the Lost Ark. It can be the de- Declaration of Independence, a national treasure. It can be the soul in Pulp Fiction. It doesn't really matter what it is. Point is, people are chasing. MacGuffin. Yep. If, if you didn't it's know that better word. that it, The idea is it's better that you don't know what it is because then you paint a picture in your mind of your most, you know, whatever you find most desirable. Hmm. I mean, I've heard of the soul bullshit, just like with Jules and... Uh, oh, gosh. What's his name? Travolta's Mr. Blonde. Character. Huh? Mr. Blonde? No, Jules and uh, John Travolta's character. Vincent? Vincent, yeah. And, like, you know, when the, the guy comes out of the bathroom shooting a big old forty four Magnum at him and then all the bullets miss, and he's like, you tried to tell me that was an act of God. And then people try to count, constitute that as, they, as an act of God because they were saving a soul... Blah, 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 blah. I don't give a fuck what's in a briefcase. Yeah, that's part of the story as well, that the reason that God saved them and came down and made that miracle is because they were in the act of saving a soul from Satan. Yeah. Do you believe you have a soul, Wings? No, I don't. You don't don't think there's anything in you that's that's the... You don't think you have a soul? You don't think? I, you ask me, do I think there's something inside of me that that creates thoughts and stuff? Yes, it's called yeah. my brain. So, so you don't think it goes any deeper than that? So no. I got a thing for you, Wings. Do you believe that you determine your own future? That you make choices? Um, I do believe I make choices. Okay, but you don't but have a like, soul. So I, I think you're saying that you are just a handful of chemical reactions. Right. So if you're a handful of chemical reactions, how is it that you make your own choice? Isn't everything that you do really just a reaction to what's stimulating because it? Because I have, a, I have a, a piece of mass sitting inside this, this bone construction here. But it itself Allow is just chemical reactions and firing. and you know, hmm? Maybe you don't actually determine what happens in your head, that your head just does what it's supposed to do, right? Like, if you don't have a soul... Explain suicide in that thought. The the entire world around you is just math. It's just chemical reactions. It's just things reacting to what it is. In the same way that if I put a flame on wood, it's going to do what it does. If I put, um, I don't know, a scary face in front of a wings, it's going to do what it does, right? Like, it's not really up to you you being the collection of atoms and chemicals and compounds that you are just responds to the stimuli I put in front of it. If I put a a, a picture of a naked girl, it'll do one thing. If I put a picture of a scary guy, it'll do something else. If I put a picture of a, I don't know, a, a desirable item, it'll do something else. Maybe it's not, since you don't have a soul and you're really just like, I don't know, the slime in Ghostbusters 2, you know, reacting to the things that I expose it to, then maybe you don't have free will. But I do have free will because I can make my own choices. Point I being... think you have free will. I don't have to think I have free will because I can, I can see choices that I make. Right. I can spin around, put that shotgun in my mouth and blow my brains out. I don't do that. Right, but at a certain point when the math gets complicated enough, we, that can be predicted. That thought, I, I that action can here. be predicted mathematically. I could drink out of either one of these glasses. But you're not really choosing. There's something about those glasses that f- cause you to fire in the way that you fire, 
and you're going to do what you're going to do. There are some scientists, I think, that that think that that's what we are, that that our free will is just our, our attempt to explain math that we can't even begin to comprehend the complexity. What about anxiety and stress? Why we have that? If everything is predetermined, everything we do is laid out, why do we stress about it? But that's not really a counter, right? Cause you, nope. like, so you know, me, I'll react to stress when my workload gets too high. And you know, is it me deciding to do that? Or is it just me, the collection of atoms and compounds and chemicals, reacting to the things that are fed to it? Okay, well, why, what about other people? You, you want to take care of your family, but another man will forsake his family. I met a kid who raped his entire family. Wait, what, 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 what? You, you met a kid, a kid named Randall, and uh, he raped his mother and his sister. Just them? Same day? Just them. Same day. Same. same. What happened to him? He got he went he got sent off to juvenile hall. How, How old, old was he was when he? that happened? He was sixteen years old. He was a big dude though. He got his raping done early. So why would he do that? Why did they? Was this a normal guy? Was I this don't a guy know why with, he did that? But I know he did it. I mean, but like the idea there was Randall just throwing this out there. Was he, he going to come to my house to work on a desk? <laughs> <laughs> you know the guy was going to come to the house. It was Stan. It was the redheaded dude that's always in my videos. Uh, that, was, I, that was just the joke, Wings. I think joke. it was properly timed. But, but files get corrupted Randall, all the time. The, the, the mother rapist, the motherfucker. Is it, <laughs> is it your buddy now? If he were, we'd need him on the show. He, he is not Stan. my buddy now. Could I mean, you get in touch with him? Randall? No, he's... He's gonna be locked up alone. Oh, okay, okay. How old is oh, he? Oh, so he wasn't one of those juvie. You get released. He when you're is. Uh, he, he turned out to be a major league sex offender. I didn't really keep up with him. Oh, so so what you're describing are his amateur exploits, and he later went pro. Yes. <laughs> okay. <laughs> like a, from from what from what I've understood in high school, by the time I got out of high school, that in the juvenile hall he ended up raping a nurse up there, and then he raped his roommate. Which was a guy. <laughs> I'm sorry, this is harsh, but but you got to wrap your head around this guy. He just loves to rape. <laughs> I just see him with a like a I heart rape T-shirt, <laughs> I heart rape bumper sticker. Someone's gonna hate me for this line of joking. Yeah. <laughs> no, I'm, I'm sorry. What he did is awful. It's it's one of those despicable things I've ever heard. But it's a bit comical, not the acts, but just. This guy is rape happy. I just think he was a guy that was physically imposing, that had the size and strength, but he was very simple in the head, and he was a sex maniac. Let's picture him at someday going through a list of potential hobbies. Like, I don't know, oil painting, woodworking. Maybe I'll take do bird photography. But there's rape. (laughs) (laughs) There's always rape. (laughs) It's just the funny part is is that he he raped two people, went through the whole thing of getting arrested, tried, convicted, sent to prison, and I'm still doing that. I'm just I I don't care. I'm just going to continue raping. That's that's just who I am and what I do. Raping is what I do. I mean, you know, rape culture, feminists always, you know, oh, we're creating a rape culture, et cetera, et cetera. But that guy's just fucked up. The only reason yeah. we knew that because his sister still went to school with us. After the brother rape. Yeah. That's harsh. Oh, that, that's, she's probably... Did, did she have a hard time getting dates? Or did nobody give uh, a shit? I didn't know her that well. Hmm. She was a gothic girl. 
so you would like to sit under the stairs. I'd be, I'd be wearing black and a little. I'd be wearing white makeup and black clothes all day too. If my brother fucked me, <laughs> that's a harsh. And your mom. Oh, yeah, man, that's that's, that's a disaster uh, zone. That's, that that's, you. That's yeah, you never see it coming because he was a, he was a really nice person. You never see it. They didn't either. Because <laughs> <laughs> they were knocked out. Yeah. yeah did the, his roommate or a nurse at the. And the roommate, too. I love that they're like, all right, we got this raping thing shut down. We're not going to let any females come near. What? What? <laughs> he, he, he raped Randall, too? Fuck. That's a pretty disgusting Yeah, I don't believe we have a soul. I mean, I've seen the, I've seen all the stupid stuff where they try to weigh a person as soon as they die to see if their weight changes or fluctuates. And I, You can see right down the line how we were created. And like, where did the soul come from when you put a new soul into a body? Like, does the baby get deposited the soul from your penis? Like, how does that work? I don't work? think the soul is a tangible thing, Wings. It, it had to be a tangible thing if you believe in it. I, no, no, it doesn't. What, explain? It's my, it's, it's, it's my aura. It's my chi. It's my, uh, it's, it's the, the, it's it's all that is me in some sort of an energy form. It does not have any mass or volume. It's just energy. That's a personality, Kyle. That's, that's not a word fucking personality. <laughs> it's different. Because <laughs> I've met people without personalities, but they probably still have souls. What I, I was know. getting at with the original question of do you think you have a soul is if you thought you had a soul... Would you sell it? Me? Yeah. Yeah. I'm not a Christian man. I would sell it for 100% because I'd be like, oh, yeah. You're going to give me real-life tangible shit for something? Would you sign a legal document agreeing to sell me your your everlasting soul? How much are you giving me? I'll give you $100 for it. 100 bucks, huh? It's going to be notarized as well. Wait, you can get at least 500 bucks for your soul. You gotta go, you gotta shop around. You gotta get some more. You gotta get some more offers on that bad boy. You know, it'll be a legal document. It'll read, "I, Wings of Redemption, <laughs> pledge my everlasting soul from now." I hate the name Wings of Redemption. I think I've said that before. Really? I, Jordy Jordan. Why don't you like it? Yeah. Wings of Redemption was a name I made up to watch YouTube videos back in January twenty eighth of two thousand eight. A lot of people start that way. I like that. I think it's cool. Like Chris Smoove, he's what is he Smoove, and then a, a couple of numbers or something. Mm-hmm. Couple my ass. Mm-hmm. He's got a fucking abacus over Looks there. Looks like his elbow hit the keyboard really hard. I was talking to him about that. We were hanging out at the Battlefield Four event, and he said that he used to just watch YouTube videos. This is back in the day, but he watched them all anonymously. Like he didn't subscribe to anyone or anything. And then he wanted to watch some big booty video, <laughs> like, you know, with girls dancing, and it was age-restricted. So he had to register for a, uh, a YouTube account and lie about his age. And that's how Smooth, like, 09-867-5309 was born. And uh, and now he's, like, I don't know if he has millions. He definitely has over a million subs, I think. And uh, he's a gigantic YouTuber, and it all started when he wanted to watch a big booty video. <laughs> I wanted to subscribe to XCal. That this is right before he started putting shit on Blip TV, which pissed me off. Like, does he throughout? When did he do that? 
Oh, this is like beginning of World at Wardish. Like he started putting, he like what really got me. He had the Car ninety eight gameplay in his own. It was right during the first map pack of World at War. Blame and Truth then, used to do that too. I think was it Blip TV? Yeah, they both stuff did at the same time. Well, they're the same person, so that makes sense. Yeah, but they were friends at the time. They probably both gave each other the same idea. Let's put on Blip TV and make money because at the time, Blip TV was paying for at, for videos where YouTube wasn't. Right. They made money on YouTube. Oh my goodness. Money horse. Money oh my horse. god, how dare you? It was better when this was a hobby. If you put your videos on YouTube and sent them to other another site off of YouTube to make money off of it. Remember back in the day people weren't so against their favorite commentator. I, I didn't really give a shit at the time. The only reason I didn't like Blip TV is it's slow. Like I would click on it and I'd have to wait like thirty minutes for the video to load up. No, to it, watch it. It, it used to be one of those things where you'd, you'd mention as a commentator that you needed a particular piece of electronics, and then suddenly the, like $500 would appear. Like everybody would be like, what, you want to do that? Well, how much would it cost? <laughs> we can rally that together, can't we, boys? Yeah. That's what would happen every time. Like You're like, yeah, that new Astro That's how my, That Xbox right there was 100% fan donated. Xbox I play on. Does it still work? still works. It was an Elite when they first came out. The Elite just came out, the 120s. And uh, people raised, uh, I think it was like 450 bucks for me in like a week and a half, and I went and bought an Xbox. Yeah, so if we can get 450 bucks for an Xbox, what can we get to make wings a little bit thinner? That's the question, folks. Decide 82. Decide 82. Also, if you want to advertise on PKA, email Heather. Heather at Woody Gamer. Woody's, and we uh, did, we'll just Woody. advertise the shit out of whatever it is you do. Yeah, whatever you do. We're not picky. And if you're the head of a big company, multinational corporation, and you want to throw, you want to plop down the five mil though it costs to get on our advertising clientele, go ahead. Yeah, and we'll give you primo uh, ad placement too. We'll put you right in between rape talk and <laughs> granny fingering talk. We'll mm-hmm. get you between the enemas and the the, the motherfuckers. So we'll well, get you right in there. Get, get your target, get your uh, target audience. Uh, if you want to preempt racism, though, that's an extra five hundred grand. Oh yeah, yeah, that's expensive. So. There's gonna be racism in the show, one way or another. Mm-hmm. We haven't really gotten to any racism tonight, have we? Yeah, I, I had to bite my tongue when you guys brought up Schindler's yeah. List. Yeah. Well, uh, <laughs> I, I know, I noticed. <laughs> I wanted you to be like, "That's a damn good movie." Oh yeah, fuck! Yeah. I was waiting yeah, on that. that actually, doesn't call them Jews. He calls them logs. Oh no, that's that's <laughs> you. That's not really even funny. It's just mean. <laughs> that's just mean spirited. That that's is all. awful. Yeah, that's not a punchline. That's just a slap in the face. Yeah, that's, that's just that's terrible. Hey, you like got a train full of logs here for you. Oh come on now! Oh come on! You know I worked really damn hard on these lightning round questions too, and now you're just being a jerk. Wings. Oh, I forgot about the lightning round. Oh yeah, I got my five done, baby. Before I the almost show. called I so... wild Have you guys card. Have ever seen those tapes where they uh, actually show the Wapen like burying like all the bodies that there were like excesses of? No, I haven't seen that, and I'd rather not because it's kind of fucked, fucked up tape, dude. Yeah, it is. There's like six hours of of like just straight stock footage of like Wapen, you know, soldiers carrying like these corpses. And it's pretty much a skeleton like you see in a classroom with skin wrapped around it. Uh, I've got question one. That's fucked up. I've got five already. So I'm working. But the bad thing is they killed a, they killed a few people when they first found them too. The American soldiers did. 
because they tried to feed them too per- early. Right. Kyle, how many do you have? I don't have any. I just started. Yeah, all right. Get Wings Lightning Round in here. <laughs> uh, I want to. Wings, you should really play Grand Theft Auto Online. I think you should. I think you'd like it. And I, I, I think you could make works. funny content. It doesn't work. It. I, I, it works. It works for me, so you can keep trying. But I'm hopefully not, it'll I'm not, work. I'm not willing to delete caches and like redo my whole Xbox line to get it to work for like ten minutes. Well, once you well, the thing is, once we you're need in, to you're talk about in. GTA as well. Well, after the after the lightning round, we're going to talk about you GTA. Oh, we are. All right. So stick around and hit the like button. I've got two. Um, I, I, I got one. Lefty. Hmm. That girl that you sent the message to about burning a cross in her yard. Uh-huh. She sent you a what? A wink. A wink. <laughs> What's the significance of that? She's like a wink. You know, like, like, like you wink at somebody across the bar oh, okay. to try to get him to come over. All right, take it. I can't believe rest. that worked. <laughs> I've got two. I now, now I basically you gotta you gotta promise to bring her a bonfire to her front yard. <laughs> Yeah, I'm not trying to drive as far where she lives at. Fuck that noise. You ever been to Florence? No, I haven't been yet. It's on my list. Well, oh, you live in Chicago, so but just pick a pick a like pick a bad neighborhood in Chicago. That's Florence. Okay. Yeah. As I remember too, she had uh, she was a larger rumped lady. Mm. She was a big booty oh. hoe. Larger rumped is uh, being an understatement. Yeah. She has a Toyota Corolla and the, the trunk is envious. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going on my fourth question. Three down. I only have two. Um, How long have we been at this? Almost three hours, right? More than three. Mm-hmm. We're yeah, past the Oh, okay. Why are these shotguns so expensive? They're not solid gold bricks. <laughs> I've got four. I've got three. All right, well, while, while you guys finish yours off, I will start mine, if, if you want, to cover time. Hey, Kyle, yeah. you have a Browning Satori? Yes. Can you can I shoot that? It's an over and under shotgun, right? Yes. Yeah, if I can find it, it's, I think it's all rusty in a, a safe somewhere. If you can find it, dude, that that's a gun's a masterpiece. It, we may be we may be thinking about different shotguns. Is uh, what's the price tag? About twenty six hundred bucks. No, I don't have that. I've got five. I'm done. Well, fuck. I'll go last. Go ahead and start. All right, I'll go first. Wings, what's the first thing you do when you get back on Twitter? The first thing I do when I get back on Twitter? Mm-hmm. I'm going to unblock Keemstar and cuss his ass out. Oh, shit. That's one way to go. Yeah. Question two. Right. Should Rockstar be on the hook for the uh, for the bad GTA Online launch? Yes. All right, we'll talk about That'll what? come back. It's lightning round. We'll come back okay. later. So Wings' answer is a yes. 
Uh, question number three: Has the one-game wild card playoff helped the MLB or not? The one-game wild card playoff. You're talking about with the, the um, game the Reds versus Pirates. Yeah, the game 163 that's now mandated every season. There's going to be one of those. How, well, I, I don't understand how the one game, game playoff. playoff works. It's like take the the top two, two wild card teams. There's, yeah, there's two wild cards, and then they uh, they fight it out for. I, I I don't think that helps baseball at all. Well, all that really does is like it it builds a like a core group of fans' hopes up that they might get in, and just shatters them with a one game playoff. Mm-hmm. Like I'm watching the Braves versus Dodgers right now, and like I'm in stitches, and it's a one one situation and like I'm nervous if if we would have lost that first game versus the Dodgers they killed us like 6 to 1 and we would have been eliminated in a one game playoff but we came back the next day and beat them 3 to 4 so we're on an evil playing field I don't, I don't I think one game playoff is too small of a sample size to even dictate anything other than a quick cash grab and football uh, what is one government agency or workforce you would personally save from government shutdown if you could? What agency? The Panda Either Cam. government agency National or... Park Panda Cam. <laughs> National Park Panda Cam. Uh, I hope they cut off its food. I, 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 my first instinct was like the was like the the parcel service, but they, they're not actually a government run agency. Um, I would say something like Social Security. That's still rolling. No? Social Security's turned off right now? It's turned off, dog. Really? No SSI mm-hmm. checks. Was unaware. I, I don't I don't know any old people. All my grandparents are dead. Next <laughs> and the question. Fi- the final question. Wings, what is the one or what is one thing every YouTube viewer should know about the inner workings of the YouTube business? Just one thing. The one thing? Every viewer is going to know this thing about the inner workings of YouTube, what it's like on the inside of this business. What do you think they need to know? They need to know that nothing is what it seems. That's kind of vague. That is vague, but, like, I don't want to, like, call names or anything. But, like, most people you see on videos is not the person you is behind the videos. How about? I'm sorry, shoot lightning round. I'll shut up. <laughs> all right, and that's all I got. Yes, sir. All right, I'll go. Um, if you'll do porn for five thousand dollars, what is the cost for print tranny porn? Yes, you do have to play with the genitalia. You've asked me this before, and I told you the, uh, oh. the price was fifty-five thousand three hundred sixty-five dollars. Damn it! Okay, okay. Um, when you do boot camp with Kyle, what will you miss the most? Um, my comfort zone. Um, like, you kind of get to a routine in your own house that you're comfortable with, like, uh, doing a certain thing, doing like this, or like, walking to the shower naked, and things of that nature. I really miss the comfort zone. I feel out of place because one, you, I'll be in a, I'll be in an area that is kind of mine, but it isn't mine, so I gotta respect it. And okay. we have naked Thursday, by the way, so don't worry. <laughs> awesome. All right, all right. Um, you have to pick between two women. I originally phrased it as, "What's the bigger flaw in a woman? One that has two hundred extra pounds of fat or baldness?" Extra pounds of fat. So she's so she's so she's essentially like a three hundred forty pound woman. Yep. Shit, that's my right down my alley. I'm <laughs> <laughs> 
That ain't no choice at all. I'll take the big girl. <laughs> all right, all right. Yeah, that's just right for fucking. <laughs> that's just right fucking size anyway. Um, a burglar comes to your house. What is your melee weapon of choice? Oh, man, my melee weapon of choice. I mean, like, like the closest thing I got onto me is like a steak knife. But. Not just the closest. I mean, you get to pick it. They, maybe it's taking oh. them a while to get through the front door. You can grab that guitar. You can look for a mag light. What's your melee it has weapon? To be in the house, or I could just magically make whatever I'm going out my hand. I think it should be in the house. Yeah. I'm most in the got with the bayonet attached. No, no, that, I, what? If you're not going to shoot it, I think that is a melee weapon. Yeah, that's a, that's a makeshift spear. That's, there it is. All that's right. That's a bad. That's a pig sticker too. That thing is scary. Do you miss Twitter? Uh, sometimes. Like the, like today when I was watching the Braves game, I missed being able to like just tweet out like, oh shit, you know, fucking minor struck out the side, you know, hit left two runners on, you know, and just talk to people about the baseball game. I gotta say, you're using Facebook like Twitter. A lot of your Facebook posts are under 140 characters. Yeah. Because I miss the aspect because I don't really have any kind of social interaction with anybody throughout the day. I mean, Kitty's hit me up a couple times, but for the most part... Nobody talks to me, so I use Facebook as like Twitter. But uh, but on the flip side, Facebook guys responding are not Twitter guys responding. All right, Kyle, you're up. Okay, what what's the what animal are you most afraid of? So I, I guess what I was really going Roach. for with this question though is roaches. You're more afraid. That's you're afraid of roaches. Mm-hmm. Just roaches or like other creepy crawlies. Roaches, just roaches. Ladybugs All don't right. bother me. Spiders don't bother me. You're in trouble over here, man. We've got so many. We've got the big roaches, though, the one with the spots on their back. They fly at you. It scares the shit out of me. I am terrified of roaches. Ah, you're going to be fine. Oh, what about this? What about this? I'm joking about the roaches in my house, but... What if we did some fear factor shit where I had, like, a big thing of roaches to, like, motivate (laughs) you to, like, do some physical stuff? Dude, I would literally hurt you. I mean, like... (laughs) (laughs) I grew up poor. I, I grew up when I I didn't grow as poor as Hex, most likely. No, yeah, Hex wins poor. the poor competition. <laughs> he had I, no running water. I'm talking about like my mother had like $140 to last this whole month, and we got government aid the whole nine. So I lived in some pretty subpar housing in my life, and like I remember like laying on the floor and having roaches crawl on me when I was a kid, and I was terrified of them, and it's instilled a fear in me my entire life. And like I, I freak out, dude. I, I I literally paralyzed with fear, and I'm ready to hurt you. Right. Well, that was a better question. I thought it was gonna be. What food item will you miss the most while you're on my diet? Pizza. Pizza. Love, 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 love pizza. We can come up with some pizza that's that's healthy. Super, super thin, like a uh, crazy thin crust, and some 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 good sauce, good cheese. That, that's okay. All right. Uh. Would you go on a mission to Mars knowing that you could never return home? Yes. Really? Why? Yeah. Well, it would make my life worth something. Like, there's a couple of things I'm worried about in life. Like, every time I, the first thing I think about when I actually get into a relationship with someone is like, what can I bring to this person's life? And generally, that answer is sustainability and, and love. But those two things, to me, don't matter a whole lot. Like, one of the things that bother me is, like, I'm not a manly man in the aspect of, like, I couldn't install a water heater 
right now. I've I'd have that. to like follow. I'd have to. I'd have to like follow a manual. I'd have to ask questions. I could probably do it, but I couldn't do it flawlessly the first time. Like I got you. I'm here. I'll handle it. I couldn't do that, and like that bothers me. I, I, I don't have really too much carpentry skills. Pretty much non-existent. I don't have any electrician skills. I mean, I do have mechanical skills, like on a car. That's be, that's because I grew up with my brother who liked to wreck cars. And uh, I, I fear like I'm never going to be anything of importance. And that bothers me. And I, th- I feel like if I was a pioneer to Mars, I would be of something of importance. What's your proudest moment and the moment you're most ashamed of? We've pretty much asked these questions before. Have we? Yeah. Um, I mean, my, the proudest moment I ever had was the moment where I realized I wouldn't have to work for somebody else for a while. That's right. That's right. I guess that, and, that's a similar question to one that's been asked before. Yeah, mm-hmm. and, like, the most shameful moment, I've got a few of these. Like, I think about this one a lot. Like, um, in kindergarten, I pissed myself. I literally pissed myself because I was afraid to ask to go to the bathroom. You're still hanging on to that one, huh? Kyle Walker shit his pants in the second grade. I'll never forget. I don't care that you're a doctor. (laughs) (laughs) It's it's not not like nagging at me or bothering me, but like it's one of those moments where it's like, yeah, you did that, right? You could just raise your hand. But I was scared of the teacher. I was. Like I was a very sheltered kid as well, and so I was real shy. But I was scared to ask the teacher to go to the bathroom because she got just got upset at like Timothy uh, Timothy Spears. I thought you were going to say McVeigh. I was like, oh, shit. <laughs> oh, my God. She was always giving him a hard time, it though. It was Timothy and uh, Francis that sat beside me. And, like, she just got mad at Timothy because he keeps asking to go to the bathroom. So I, I didn't want to ask, and I ended up peeing myself. But I don't think that's my shamefulest moment. Um, I, it's a, There's been so many of them. I've done a lot of things I'm not proud of. Um, I don't know. I'm gonna stick with a P. I, okay. I, I can't okay. think. Of I, I was I wasn't gonna say a word. You look like you were about to get deep and dark. <laughs> I was just gonna sit back and watch. All right. Um, I, the last one is you, what? What do you think? It's a shitty question, but what do you think the best video you've ever made is? In your opinion, for you, the best video I've ever made. Mm-hmm. I can tell you the one I like the most. That's it. Who likes rock? Who needs rockets? I don't think I saw uh, that. Battlefield Bad Company 2 montage set to uh, Silver Sun pickups. Yeah, I've seen. I saw that. Have we all done that one? That question? Are you done? Was that your last one, Kyle? Yeah, I'm done. Lefty, what's the best video you've ever made? Uh, like critically acclaimed, or again, like the one I most I like the most of the one that you like. Hmm. I'm trying to think. I I'm really proud of my um damn. I I it's either yeah, I'm I'm probably really proud of my uh uh my idea to start my cigar um, 
vlogging series or vlogging series. And I'm really proud of that idea. I think it works well for me and like kind of what I do, what some people know me for and what some people like about me. I think that works really well. And so uh, the first video I did and uh, in the way I cut it up, all the questions and stuff, I was really, I was really proud of that. Hmm. I like it a lot. I have, I have two. I think we've covered that touch on this before, but there's the one, the first time I talked about my attempted suicide when I was 17. Uh, that was a good video, and I like it because I think it helped a lot of people. And then a more recent one, one from this year, it was called Colin's Progress Was Inspiring, and he read a book, and he, like, flew a helicopter off his hand, like a toy helicopter. And I thought that one was really good, too. That one's closing in on 2 million views, which is kind of neat. Huh. The other one. I think my favorite video I've made was my Grand Theft Auto Five video I did last week. And just letting you guys know, Ricer guy, you won the free Rat 7 mouse, so you need to... Uh, hit me up on YouTube with a private message. I'll get your address and mail you your Rat 7 gaming mouse. And uh, there is a Call of Duty 4 commentary going up tomorrow in which we will be giving away... (laughs) (laughs) Please be sexual device. So if you have... If you play on PC, you get a copy of Rage... You don't want that. You get two copies of an Xbox 360 game. You can either ha- you can have Most Wanted, Need for Speed, or Hip and Hip Hop Dance Experience. They're both new in the plastic, by the way. Can't imagine why. <laughs> or if you're a PS3 guy, you can God of War three. I'm totally gonna win Dance Experience, the Hip Hop Dance Experience. Who better than me? <laughs> yeah. So that's good. Just post a comment on the Call of Duty Four video from today. Saying PKA. Yes, you can change your answer. YouTube.com forward slash FPS. I want to change to the. I did a commentary back in Modern Warfare 3 called Something to Look Back On. That's my favorite video I've ever done. Is that the one where you walked in the sand and were happy? No. That's the one where Cena Anders got on CNN's front page and I I kind of reflected on how it made me feel. Please tell me you didn't like hate on C Nanners in that video and it's your I favorite didn't one. Hate on C okay. I mean the video has like six thousand ratings in a period where I was getting like twenty thousand views a video. Mm. I, I like that video so much that I cut it up, the audio, and I put it in my million view video. Uh, like all the commentary in my million view video was cut from something to look back on. Huh, I should go check that one out. Should uh should we get to GTA talk? Yes. Those cocksuckers. Not oh GTA, the, the fans who don't understand why we have an issue with GTA. What, Kyle, wait a minute. Did you expect it to work? No, no one expected it to work. <laughs> because <laughs> because they sold like six times more shit than they... Well, you expect it to work, and if it doesn't work, you have a right to complain. I did not expect it to work, though, because I knew I predicted situation. some trouble. I didn't know it would just, like, stay down and not work for days and days. I thought it – like, when COD releases – and, oh, my God, here, here, people are going to fuss. But when COD releases, it often has trouble on release day. You know? Battlefield, too. Battlefield yeah. is another good example. Um, you know, you can't get into games quite like you want. You try, 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 then you get in. Um, or in, in, one thing COD, for some reason, does in particular is you can get in games all you want if you're alone. But it splits up parties. It's done that for years, and I don't know yeah. why. But uh, you know, that, that's that's a thing that it does. 
This release, though, goes down as one of the biggest failures in the history of gaming, right? Like, um, SimCity, for example, came out recently, and it kind of didn't work for a couple of days. But who bought SimCity? Like, like... Dude, Diablo it, 3 was a huge failure. Diablo 3 on PC was huge. That was a big was failure. Was it? Mm-hmm. Yeah, but that was only down nine hours, though, Lefty. It was, for two weeks, it was the lag, people not being able to log in when yeah. they would take the servers down because it was always online, everybody's kicked off. They it did was, a lot of maintenance in the first couple weeks. I played during the first two weeks, and it was nine hours down on opening night. I bought the game at midnight, and I didn't get to play it till like 7, 8 o'clock the next morning. Right, yeah. And then it went back down at 1 and came back up at 8 that night. And then it was good for like three days. Yeah, GTA Five. just the the amount of people disappointed by it. Not 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 the quality of the game. Right? The single player is supposed to be fantastic. I'm really a multiplayer guy. But the single player GTA, everybody see Like Metacritic has is one of its most successful and you know, highest scores ever. And the, the sales have been outstanding. But the multiplayer aspect of it really is not working. It's not. So it's it. It's just and it's unacceptable at at this point. The first a day being down is fine. I I, I had no issue with that. When it didn't work on day one, I was like, eh, yeah, I wouldn't expect it to. Next day goes by, I'm like, bet this shit is up. Get on. It still doesn't work. On the third day, I start searching for a multiplayer match, and it searched and searched and searched. I think this was yesterday or today, and I, I just left it on. I forgot about it. Three it or four yesterday. hours went by. Yeah, three or four hours went by, and. All of a sudden, I start hearing a black man's voice in my home, and I'm and you know I, I'm like, who's that? Who who's in my house right now? Like we're not receiving visitors at this moment. I'm in the living room. How did someone get in in my in my in my other room? No, I'm, I have gotten into some sort of weird Grand Theft Auto Five multiplayer limbo world in which there are about eight of us. And we can all hear each other and talk to each other, but there's nothing visually on the screen. It's just black. And 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 I was like, how long have you guys been here? And they're like, man, I've been here about four hours. Yeah, I've been here about two hours, man. I really want to play. It just won't work. It just won't work. I don't know. And there, and everybody's like that. That that was everyone's story. They had been searching for hours and trying to get on for hours, but it just wouldn't work. And I was yeah, like, yeah. I did a video suggesting that they like. I was gentle about it. I thought, you know, like yeah, I, I recognize this is a hard job, but. It's pretty buggy and it didn't work out and we're a few days into it. Sounds like their quality control is not up to snuff. And they all gave me a hard time. That's crazy talk. Yeah, and, the game's not working, guys. Yeah, the game doesn't work. What the hell's wrong with you people? But, but, like, we're not, we don't have a problem with story mode. We don't, it's not that we don't like the character development. We don't have a problem with the shooting mechanic. The game won't work. We can't play it. Yeah. It won't work for me no matter what I do. I can't I, play the game. I really want to. I want to make videos of it. I saw a video. I saw I saw a clip from Lefty's channel where he was playing. It looked really fun. You shot that guy's tires out. That was great. I yeah, the guy fans. that stole my car, that bastard. What yeah. a dick. I want Grand Theft Auto like fans, right? Like, I, I think I have Call of Duty like fans. Call of Duty, if you walk through a door and then you glitch backwards, like by a millisecond, everyone is fucking flipping out and sending death threats to David Vondahar over the slightest little thing. Grand Theft Auto never works, right? It releases and days later, there's still no, it's not working and everyone's like, forgive it, let it go. How dare you complain about Grand Theft Auto 5? It's the greatest thing ever. Really? It doesn't work. It doesn't work. 
And I, I bet it's good when it works. I, I bet, I yeah. Bet. As somebody that's played GTA Online, yes, it is, the online is amazing. When it works, it is fantastic. Yeah, the estimation. problem isn't anything to do with the design of the game, with, 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 the, with the tangible assets of the game. It's just the function of the game. Yeah. We like the way the suit looks. There's just a big hole in the back. <laughs> yeah, it looks like a good suit. They just won't unlock the store. Yeah, it's it's, it's, it's no good. It's no good, and it's unacceptable at this point because they made too much money, and they had they should have like disaster mode teams working on this. Right, because uh, that's my thing too. Because a lot of people say, "Oh, well, no game works out of the box." I mean, not MMO releases because the GTA Online. For those of you that don't know, it 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 is probably as close to a GTA MMO as we've seen. Because the PC modding community has tried to turn some of the past GTAs with mods into into MMOs and stuff, but but this is. Beautiful, but um, they say, "Oh well, nothing's ever worked. There's nothing. So just accept it. Accept it. You should expect this." I say, "Well, wait. Hold on a second. First of all, they had two weeks. They 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 delayed the release two weeks, and of course, the game sold out. It went to the moon. They did not expect this, this amount of sales. And you're right. That's a very valid reasoning for why why the multiplayer would be bogged down and why there would be a lot of glitches. People can't get online. I understand that completely. However, they made a billion dollars a billion dollars in sales in three days they made a billion dollars in sales that's not a billion dollars in profit i know but they made a lot of money and however many people were trying to get online there are other online services that handle that amount of traffic how many people play world of warcraft at peak hours at the release of it or, or what was peak hours at the peak of a release how many people are accessing facebook constantly all the time it's there is infrastructure to make that happen. So while it may not be cost effective for Rockstar to say, look, there's going to be this huge amplitude of people trying to get into the game. Wait, but it's not like, even cost, right? That the way the cloud servers work is you just temporarily have these servers. Microsoft oh. has a gazillion servers out there in Azure that or Azure, Azure. I don't know, use a real fucking word, Microsoft. Um, <laughs> <laughs> that, that you can have for a week if you want. You know, you just rent them. When you're done, you give them back. Your people do it all the time. Amazon has servers like that. You can get like a thousand servers, use them, and then return them. That's that's how cloud computing works. It, like I think what you're suggesting is it's very expensive to build all this infrastructure, and you might not be using it long term. Welcome to the cloud. Now it's easy. Now you just you know give them an image. They'll sit there and blast mm-hmm. it out in an afternoon. You can have all this stuff and. They, they, what it is is their systems aren't scaling. Whatever communication needs to happen between them, or it, shit doesn't work. And don't confuse that for saying that it's a bad game. It's just it's a broken game. It's broken now. When I'm sure when Woody and Kyle and Wings get to play it, they will critique it for its sake as a game, and they'll give give it a fair shake. But it's yeah. it's completely fair, completely fair. What we're trying to say is not that working. those of you who we're freaking out the other day in the comment box or mm-hmm. cocksuckers. <laughs> I just it it sometimes seems like you know like why are you defending a broken game? How could you take their side? I don't understand. You guys are crazy. Rockstar it actually doesn't a- care any more about you than Coca Cola does. <laughs> I doubt you would be as vehement if if we were talking about the Coca Cola that poisoned some kids, or if it just okay. was an empty can. 
right? Yeah. If, if all empty, of those cans you can't get into. <laughs> right. If, if Coca-Cola just didn't put soda in the cans, you no. People... What if they didn't? What if they didn't give you that little crease at the top that let you open the can so it was just solid aluminum on top and you just couldn't get in? <laughs> yeah. That's what we have here. Coke sold me fucking sixty dollars worth of Coke. That's like five fucking cases or something, and I can't open the fucking cans, and I'm not going back for more Coke. I got this. I, I got. If five I made cases. a video about that, they'd all be like, "Look at that, Coke done fucked up." But I make a video about a game that won't go online for days, and they're like, "Ah, oh, Woody, you're, you're being awfully tough on them." Did you, exp- you know, you like your games to start? Yeah, I do. I so do. yeah, granted, that was a wonderful game. It, and I just it, wish it would work. I'm told it's wonderful. Uh, the, I, I really like the single player. The single like player is amazing. It's, it's Grand Theft Auto to me is a stress ball. You know, you, you sit there and you squeeze that stress ball and you think about that guy that pissed you off. I get on Grand Theft Auto and I waste a whole bunch of beachgoers. I go out there when they're having those little campfires out on the beach late at night in my <laughs> fucking Camaro and just run them all down. And when the cops come, I, you know, I'd steal that. And I just have a good time. Just have a great time. I stole a Learjet the other day and crashed it into a, a, a kid on a, on a bicycle. It was wonderful. <laughs> it's a good use of time right there. You can go to my channel and watch me steal a jet from the military base. I'll show you how. Ooh. Grand Theft Auto daily tips. Tips and tricks for Grand Theft Auto. Like and favorite. Subscribe. <laughs> YouTube slash Lefty8675309. <laughs> Is it Lefty Ox? Yes, it's yes. Lefty OX. Lefty OX. Yeah, I'm gonna get, I'm gonna go watch that video now because I do want to know how to steal a military jet. I, I've stolen the Learjet and and that was kind of fun, but I want something. Does it have weapons? Yes. Oh yes. Missiles and than, guns. Yeah, is it easier to shoot than that stupid uh, helicopter that you can use the cheat to open? Uh, yes. the The guns are, are point and shoot, and then the the missiles are lock on. They lock on to to enemy stuff. So How do you get the tank? Water level. I don't know. I've never been able to figure that out because going I, <laughs> going into the military base is a trip. I really want the Rhino. Uh, I guess it used to be called the Rhino, the tank. That's that's mm-hmm. always fun. You go on a real rampage, one of those. I've yet to get a five star rating. I, they get me for somewhere around four. There's like three helicopters in the air and like thirty cops. And the cops and the cops in Grand Theft Auto are they're all RoboCop or something. Yeah. It's crazy. Yeah, like, they that's they don't a, they do not fuck around. That's LAPD. LAPD's like worst. It's what it's what are coming to respond to these calls. They don't fuck around. Yeah. They will go Rodney King on your ass in a heartbeat. I was going to ask, is your character black in the game? My character's a white girl. Oh, you think the LAPD would let him off? <laughs> you know, yeah, you think the case. so. <laughs> yeah. If there's one thing I oh, know I, about the LAPD, it's like... In multiplayer, I if, guess I should say. Yeah, if you're a black guy, you start with two stars anyway. Oh. <laughs> That's how the LAPD rolls, man. It's just... my one, com- one of my complaints about uh, the single player is... Uh, there's a thing in Red Red. I saw it on Reddit today, but I've been thinking it for a while. In Red Dead Redemption, if there's no witnesses, then there's no crime. If you do something, you kill all the witnesses, there's no negative repercussions. And I think that's kind of true in Skyrim too, maybe. But here, I could be in a back alley, nobody's around, blow somebody away, and I could get in trouble for it. If you shoot your gun in like a field, if you just yeah. shoot it, like shoot the ground, the cops are like, oh, we're on yeah. you. And the wanted levels last forever when you break visual with the cops. They like they it won't even a one star. You steal a car after you you know you come out of the hospital uh-huh. or something, and you got to sit and wait in an alley, and you're just like. My girlfriend was playing the other day, and she drives kind of medium fast. She she uses the brakes and slows down a lot so she doesn't hit shit. And uh, 
and she'd been driving forever, and she got to the airport, and I was like, oh, yeah, hit that ramp right there. And she and, and I looked, and the cops were still after. I was like, that was like seven minutes ago. They've been <laughs> following us at a slow speed because you hit that guy on the bicycle for like seven minutes. They're a little, the cops oh, are a little oh, ridiculous. I thought, you, I thought your girlfriend actually like ran somebody down the bike. <laughs> That's because you're not paying a fucking attention, Wings. <laughs> I thought your girlfriend actually hit the hit and run. I thought she was actually like involved in a medium speed chase with police. Next thing I knew, there we are, hit and run. Uh, I heard was like my girlfriend drives slow. I'm like, oh, she wanted to be like to drive sixty to the stoplight. And I'm right there beside her. After we, this we've been limit. talking about Grand Theft Auto for the last, I don't know, 20 it, minutes it, or so. It's, it's like Game of Thrones talk. I block I block it out. <laughs> really? You'd love this game. You get to kill cops at whatever you want. You go I kill cops. around for turn talk, truck talk. All Wings. of it. Stick around for all I'm of it. I'm really only interested in the multiplayer, and I've already killed a couple dozen cops. And I can't even yeah. get in them. The prologue, I killed cops. Yeah, you gotta you, you gotta open the game, man. You gotta throw it in there and play. Do you have yeah. it, Wings? I do have the game. Yeah, I've got it too. Doesn't work. <laughs> <laughs> so that my game worked just fine. I didn't try to access the multiplayer though. Wait, will you sell me that soul for a hundred dollars? I uh, I don't know, a little steep. I'm trying to make some money here, dog. <laughs> yeah, at least give me like a like a fake promise of bullshit. How, what what if if someone donates two hundred and fifty dollars to the Wings of Redemption Weight How Loss this, Fund? You give me a hundred dollars and like the promise I'm gonna be like a rock star or something. Wings, I will give you a hundred dollars and I'll promise you live till sixty or your money back. Sixty? Huh? No, that's bullshit. You can't. 60. I don't. I don't, I want to keep the soul. No. I, I'm banking on there being the, the the possibility that there are souls, and that this contract would somehow be legally binding with God and Satan, and this will make me very valuable. You know, very I don't rich. Understand? In, this in is a eyes. great deal for us. I Kyle. want his soul. If he dies before sixty, I'm not really giving him his money back. He's right, dead. I thought I was only. Wait a minute! No, 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 Wings. Because if he does, he could, you know, God could come down and be like, "No, he signed." You know, he. he, he Worst he died case scenario, you give God his hundred dollars back. No, I don't want the hundred dollars back. I want the soul. Hmm. How much for your soul, Wings? I just told you how much. It's like a hundred bucks. There's no like promises. This is this is a legit. I, I'm serious. I, he doesn't I, want to rip you off. I don't want to rip you off. I, I want your soul. You already said it doesn't exist. It doesn't exist. I, think, I don't want to. I don't want to squander this chance to make money either. There, but wings. It's not much of a chance. You'll you'll find very few people willing to pay you for your soul. Wings. As far as you're concerned, you might have more souls. No, I, I feel I feel like I ate I, I ate something wrong a while ago. I might have shipped me a soul out here in a minute. <laughs> <laughs> I'm getting that soul. Oh God! Before we go, I'm not getting that on. soul. <laughs> no, not that one. I'm what? I'm totally gonna get it notarized. Wildcard. 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 Good night, everybody.